0: Hey, when does the show start? Wait a minute.
1: (gasps) First, let's hear from our sponsors.
0: Oh, okay. In just a
2: minute. 50% of all lifetime mental illness begins at the age of 14. 75% by the age of 24. You got something going on. You need to reach out to somebody, maybe a neutral third party. Markwelltherapy.com. Dr. David Markwell and his therapists uh, do an amazing job there at Ridgeline Counseling. Markwelltherapy.com. They can do it virtually. You can stop by one of their three Georgia locations, East Cobb, Marietta, near the square, or McKaysville, right outside of Blue Ridge. Again, Markwelltherapy.com. True story. Uh, one of our most popular guests uh, is Matt Doug Manny Aurora, the Aurora Law Firm. Uh, That's no joke. You guys love him. I love him. If you have any questions for him when he pops in on the show, you go to podcastthebs.com. There's a whole section set up. You can ask us on social media, or you can leave a message on our hotline, 404-369-3825. Possibly get a one-on-one. Specializing in criminal law located in Atlanta, but practices nationwide, theauroralawfirm.com, theauroralawfirm.com.
0: It's time, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, what's going on? After all these years in the radio business, Jason Bailey is finally unfiltered. I don't know what you want. With his bestest buddy and producer, all the way from Mexico, it's Nate Dude. dude. Sit back, enjoy, here is the podcast that is all about intellectually immature nonsense
3: I have a very particular set of skills
0: You will love it, why? Because I'm Jason's neighbor, I'm old man Kevin And by God, this is The BS
2: Alright, here it is, episode 153 of the BS, the Bailey Show podcast. Thanks for being here. My name is Jason Bailey. They're in Playa del Carmen, Mexico. He's the Nader tater vader masturbator Nate, hola, como esta? Hola,
4: buenos dias, how y'all doing?
2: Hola. Good. Bien. And then, believe it or not, in close proximity to me, if you're watching this, I have the lovely, vivacious Nikki D. I
5: am here, hello.
2: And also, I have the Weed Stinky Nelson. No. What? Edibles, man. You I can't yeah. smell them. Oh, okay, yeah, I, smell can. Them. I can. I can. That's So, with weed being legal here in California, which I have no problem with at all, but what I'm starting to find out is I do have a problem with the smell. Of weed? Yeah. Like, it's too much. It's too strong. It's too, uh, what's the word I'm like? Po- po- po-
3: dank. No, not dank.
2: For. It's... Yeah potent Is that <laughs> not what potent for? but like po- poignant pungent? Pungent. pungent 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 it's a pungenty smell mm.
5: why did you just now figure that out like why now because you smell weed plenty
2: well I've been smoking weed since I'm 12 years old but I, I just like when you go
3: out in public mm-hmm. uh-huh.
2: I, I there's there's a overdose
3: of stinky stink Oh okay. Denver was the same way when they first legalized and you go out there you'd be walking around in between bars and stuff and it's just like is it right like am I standing next to the blonde? Where is it at?
2: Yeah, I, that's <laughs> actually I remember we went out for Nate's bachelor party and that was the first time that I'd ever seen you know, because it would had just been decriminalized, right? Like, and people were—you smell it everywhere.
3: No, okay. it's like I don't know if
2: I like it like that. <laughs>
5: <It's>, <laughs> you like it being more sneaky.
2: Yeah, it, it's it's kind of it's it's very similar to cigarette smoke, right? Like, I don't like it, back in the day. You know, you walk into a restaurant where it was smoking, and it would just be filled with smoke. There used to be a restaurant in Sandy uh, Sandy Springs, Georgia, that I think just closed down that they allowed smoking inside, which is crazy. That's gross. That's no, you can't, nobody can like that. I don't even think smokers like that. That's why they don't smoke in their houses. Right. But when I go to a casino or I walk outside of an office building and you just get a quick whiff of cigarette smoke, I actually mm-hmm. enjoy that.
3: Oh, you like that. that? I do
2: like that. I like the smell when you walk into a casino and smell the cigarette smoke. I'm not a smoker, right? But I like the smell there. But I don't like it everywhere.
5: I don't like the smell of cigarette smoke anywhere. I can take a little hint of weed here and there. I don't like that weed that smells like you need to put a gas mask on. I don't like that.
2: I don't know what that weed is.
5: It's so strong that it feels like going up your nostrils might do something
2: to It's you. a sour diesel. You know you can get yeah. weed delivered to you here, Nate? Like it's like uh, Uber Eats, yeah. DoorDash.
4: Yeah, yeah, the delivery, like, yeah, you order whatever you need, and they pick it up and deliver it to you.
3: I tell you what, Nate, it was like they promised us flying cars, but the future is here with weed delivery. <laughs> oh, yeah. You so actually, you're, know what I mean? you're flying a different way.
2: <laughs> right. It's actually kind of, yeah. They, they, there's uh, one of my neighbors, so we just moved into the new house, and she's she's interesting. Um, she's I guess, I guess she she's high <laughs> a lot because she's I think she's got cancer.
5: Right.
2: And she's young. She's not. She's not old at all. But not that that matters, right? But so I've, I've had two meetings with her. I don't two say encounters. Encounters. You know, the first one, <laughs> run-ins. run-ins. The first one was very brief. As she sped up to my house, and Nikki was with me, and she just slammed on the brakes. And goes, "Are you the new homeowners? Okay, here's a new bag. Welcome to the neighborhood. I'm, just, I'm just, uh, you're you're the radio guy. Okay, we'll see. Like I gotta go to chemo." And
5: she was gone just that fast. Out. So
2: that was the first one. And then the second one was just the other night. And she comes to our house.
3: Uh, it was like 930. Yeah, it was kind of late. Yeah, it was a weird time for like a neighbor to just pop by and be like, hey, what's happening?
5: That you don't know.
3: <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, that, tuck you in.
2: Everybody was over. Right. This is Rachel's in town. Ariel was here. Ariel brought her friend, Nikki and Nelson came over. We were in the hot tub having some drinks, you know, so. But it was still, it was like nine thirty ten, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm still on. You know, the world works on East Coast time, not on West Coast time. So even if it's nine o'clock here, I'm like, God, man, it's midnight. You right. know, just I, I'm always thinking East Coast time. She comes to her door, knocks on the door, and she's all jittery, and she's like crazy, and she's talking crazy stuff, and. She's like, "Hey, can you help me out? We're having a a vigil for for the sh- the shooting and, and what happened, which we'll talk about with Manny here coming up because I'll, I'll bring up. We had this hostage shooting situation, uh, like three miles from my house, and I was like, she goes, I wouldn't normally ask this, but I know you're on the radio, and this is. Uh, by the way, I called your radio station because I was going to send you dinner, and they don't know who you are. But that's not the point. That's not the point.' It's, 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 like, goodness <laughs> gracious, I was exhausted listening to
5: her." And, I, and wasn't Rach talking to her a little bit even before you went to talk to her? So, poor Rach.
2: Oh, no. I heard her talking to her. I purposely didn't go out there. <laughs> oh, I did that. That was the, by design. Because I usually answer the door, and she had got the door before I did. Right. And then I heard her voice, and I was like, eh, nope. I ain't going out there. No, ma'am. stand inside. And I said, well, after we figured out the radio station thing, because I was like, that's impossible that no one's going to know who I am at the rate of stage. You had to have called the wrong place. Exactly. I don't even know if you called. you called a rock climbing place. You didn't call a 98 rock. You called, a, <laughs> you called, you called something. And I said, yeah, not a problem. Not a problem. I can help you out. And then, uh, the point of me telling you this is like this car turns. She, she lives like, I guess, catty corner and this car. Looks like it was lost and it turned. Mm -hmm. She turns around and she looks at her phone. She goes, oh, my God, that's my weed guy. I got to go. I got to go. And she just runs out. (laughs) Whoa. I missed that part. I didn't hear you. I did
5: not know that.
2: Yeah, that's why she left so fast.
5: I I thought the conversation ended.
2: No, it was never ending.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I was going to be out there all night.
2: It was never going to end. Nate, you got uh, Alexis's brother in town, right?
4: Yeah, yeah, his brother, or her brother and his girlfriend. Oh, yeah? They staying with you? No, they're at an Airbnb, like, a uh, couple buildings over. Oh, okay. Did you take them to, uh, was it, es- 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 Eshkret? Esh-
2: the jungle. The jungle?
4: hmm Yep. Yeah. yeah, the jungle, the middle of the jungle, the very dangerous jungle. The go-to. Oh, the uh, yeah, yeah, we jungle. we went there. We went to, we did some ruins. We had a cenote. We went to Cozumel. So, had to give them the whole grand tour.
2: Are you getting bored of doing the same thing every time when somebody comes to visit you? Cuz it's like the Nate tour.
5: It is, but this time he threw in something I hadn't seen him do before. They went to to some place where you jump off into a cove and swim.
3: Nope. Oh.
5: Off of some ropes. I hadn't yeah. seen
4: that. Ooh, what's that? Yeah, that was the cenote. No, no, not really. I mean, it's kind of like are you do you get bored going to the casino?
2: Uh, yeah, I, I actually, I do. <laughs> so there, I haven't been wow. in weeks. I've, I've only been to the casino
5: four or five times that I know of.
2: Yeah. But like three of them were business
5: working. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I haven't been on, on, not that I'm bored. I just, I don't have time, but yeah, I do get <laughs> bored. I do get bored to go to, cause go to, the casino. so just once a week since you've been there <laughs> now, uh, no. So we had our live, we had, we did a live broadcast there. We had to right, do, right. we had to do a dinner there to meet, uh, like when we first got here, we were we were casino heavy. Yeah. Mm. Um cuz we had to go they 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 brought us to the steakhouse and they they fed us and all that stuff. I've only been to the casino twice on my own.
5: I haven't been at all. Like I went own.
2: to I went to Sky River Casino. It's the one that sponsors the show and I endorse. I went there one night just I think, Nelson, you went with me. Yeah, yeah. we went out after the
3: yes, show we Friday. y'all
5: had an incident. Oh, that's where he spilled a drink. That's <laughs> the, <okay. laughs>
2: And then I went to another casino called Thunder Valley, which is 11 minutes from my house. It's sick. And uh, I played poker in the poker room. Nice poker room, too. I was bored. I had nothing to do. It was a Sunday. I was like, I went over there for three. It was really nice. So anyway, to answer your question, I do get bored at casinos.
3: So there was a, okay. there was a, speaking of casinos, there was a fake $100 bill that got given out at uh, Thunder Valley over the weekend. Cause I was at, I went in there for 20, 30 minutes and I was at the bar to get a drink. Three cops are there. There's two employees. There's a guy standing around the, the bar. He doesn't know he's about to get picked up. And they're looking at the $100 bill he gave. Oh. Mm. Hey, can you believe of all the places to take a fake bill, the casino? That's actually a good good place to it. Yeah. Now, why you don't think yeah. the casinos watching their money like a bank does? I would think the casinos the worst place to take a fake under dollar bill.
2: Casinos are great for laundering money. Okay, I mean, I've I've seen it with my own two eyes.
3: I, wow. I mean,
2: I'm I'm pretty also sure Nelson it didn't, it didn't work out.
3: <laughs> yeah, right.
2: I'm pretty sure I've seen it with my own two eyes. The the Hard Rock in Tampa. I mean, I. Watch. Fake
5: money or real money laundering?
2: Nah, I'm pretty sure it was real money. Oh, okay. But was it was it say. was probably drug money or something, oh, okay. right? But when you have a guy that doesn't look like he should have eighty thousand dollars on his person, <laughs> and he's pulling out ten thousand dollar gangster rolls in all of his pockets in his brown cargo pants, and not caring if he wins or loses, like no emotion, he's just
4: throwing the money away. Mm-hmm. That's a launder. Yeah,
2: That's money laundering. That's that's Ozark. <laughs>
4: Right. That's the- oh, sorry. Right. Yeah, but but I, I agree. I would think the casino would be a horrible place because they they scrutinize every bill and where what- you could take it to like a McDonald's where they're not really looking that much or something. Well, I, did,
2: I said money laundering. I didn't say counterfeiting, you know, so oh, using count- So this is just drug money that they have to wash or money that they have to wash. Mm-hmm. Hence the laundering part. So you, and, and if you can win. Like you get more money and you it's get, clean already. Right, and it's clean. You've mm-hmm. taken the money back, but if you lose it, it's not a big deal. Because you have to get rid of it anyway. Right. Yeah.
5: So basically, Nate, you're saying you you don't get tired of doing these tours and taking people around because it's something you enjoy anyway.
4: Yeah, something and yeah, I'd probably be doing anyway. I'd be going swimming or snorkeling or something. So yeah, might as well show my friends a, a good time as well if they're in town. Yeah. Have you
2: seen uh, Jeff Lowe?
4: No, you know, I haven't seen him since we saw him. Oh. (laughs) But that Tiger place is shut down. It's been shut down for a few weeks now.
2: Oh, really? Was it shut down because of protesting or what?
4: You know, I don't know. Every now and then uh, restaurants will be shut down and it's usually because they didn't pay some, some taxes or something like that. And they'll, they'll put like a big sign across it, like closed by the government or whatever. So I don't know if that place actually was shut down because they didn't pay taxes or if they, if something happened with the, uh, you know, having the animals and stuff like that. Cool. Um,
2: mm-hmm. Rach, Rach came into town this past weekend mm-hmm. with bees and her friend Kind of like the big, and they, and they surprised me with Petunia, which was really cool. And
5: you almost ruined it. Uh, yeah, you did. Oh, my what
2: didn't, uh, <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose.
5: But you ask too many questions. You got to learn how to just relax. Like, you're not a, you're not good at relaxing. It's, it's always, what is this? What's this? What is this? Like, Rachel's like, can you get him off my back? I'm like, I'm trying, but he just keeps asking questions.
2: All right, well, let's get one thing straight. I don't have to do that. It's important that I'm like that, because if you got a charge on your credit card that looks suspicious, you would be acting like that, too. It was
5: not suspicious when your wife is traveling. You know she put the charges there.
2: So here's here's what happened, Nate. Okay. The day she's traveling, which was over a week ago, um, I knew she was bringing some extra bags. Now, I've got a Delta Amex, so I get an extra bag for free. She did not have the Amex with her at the time, whatever reason. So I was hoping, even because I bought the, the tickets, that we wouldn't get charged the whatever it was. She says, no, that's not the case. She's getting charged $40 a bag or something. I was like, all right, that's fine. I was like, well, how many extra bags do you have? She's like, two. I was like, okay, that's cool. So, you know, whenever I get a charge of my Amex, it gives me a notification instantly on my phone. <laughs> And so we're like, we're, we were on the air, right? We are doing we're the show. We were working. And, and I'm looking at my phone, and I was like, 40, okay. 40 Delta. Okay, that's cool. 90. <laughs> <laughs>
5: and that, that's where it all started.
2: Yeah, so would you not have been like, that's weird. 40, 40, 90, that's just odd, right? You're on
5: You're mute. on mute. We can't
2: hear you. I
4: guess if you know how much a bag normally is, I don't know. I, I would just think, oh, that's one of, uh, some bag charge. But if you know specifically, yeah, that would seem weird.
3: Well, and going into it, he knows that she said she's only bringing two extra bags or whatever it is. So he knows that at most he should see two charges. Well, and
2: if it's, you know, 40... 40- and 40
3: and then 90 is a strange number to come after 40, right, 40 exactly yes. it's not even 40 times two right it's, or if it was another 40 you go okay she didn't count the bags right, right or whatever exactly right. so but
5: uh, normally that's something that you would just wait wait till we're off the show wait till we're off the air then i'll check into it and, and see what it is he's like no he's texting right now what is this what is that what, what's this charge for what how many brags you? i'm like
2: well, because I was, Rachel has a tendency to olay certain things. She has a tendency to not do th- what she's supposed to do. And in this case, I was like, let them know that, you know, we're a certain tier and that we get this and we get that. Right. You know, I mean. have earned it. Yeah, exactly. This is what they're supposed to give to us. That's why I was acting like that because sometimes she's like, okay, whatever, just charge
3: us $40. I'm
2: like, I'm paying the $40. <laughs>
3: Well, and how quickly can how quickly can one ninety dollars charge become ten thousand dollars on your credit card? You know what I mean. If it's a fraudulent charge. So, the, the guys get it. You get the first $90 charge because they want to see if the card is active. Then they're at Walmart and they're buying TVs, they're buying food, they're buying whatever they need for their whole family. And within an hour, you've lost $10,000.
2: That's what I was going for. I was afraid that I was
3: being fraudulently
4: charged. Don't they of. shut it down
3: after like two charges and <laughs> yes, then
4: they send you the text and yes, they say, sometimes. we're denying everything? Sometimes. <laughs> yes, they do. Not every, not you this can't
3: time. count on that.
5: So I'm over here running interference because Rachel's already sent me the picture. I know they got tunes. This is a prize. And I want him to be surprised because I already knew that it was going to mean a lot to him to see the dog. Mm-hmm. So I'm over here giving these excuses like, look, she probably did this and this. You know, women do things this way. She got some extra bags. She probably got two. Ariel got two. A friend. Like, like, relax. I'm trying to say, this is cool. <laughs> And he, he's looking at me like, okay, what you saying maybe sound right. But then he must have texted Rachel something else because she's like, girl, he's still texting. I'm like, oh, my God. I thought I gave him an explanation that he was buying.
2: So I, I went to meet him at the airport, and uh, I was very excited because I, I missed him so much. So I was very, very excited, and it was it was a Friday night, so we're off the air. They, they get into Sacramento at, it was like 1130, so... And, the real world, it's, you know, 2.30 in the morning. So they're bushed, you know. So I go, and and I'm at the airport. B- <laughs> bushed. <laughs> <laughs> so I before I went over there, I was, like, trying to kill time. So I went to this kind of, like, little bar place by the house to check it out because I hadn't been there. And it was good. I got a burger. I met the people that worked there and blah, blah, blah. I was hanging out there for his <laughs> – oh, I forgot to tell you guys about what happened at that place. So I go, and I sit at the bar – it's um, I forget what the place is called, but you like go in and you order your food and then when it's ready, you go and sit down and then you kind of have to like serve yourself. But if you're oh. sitting at the bar and it's got, you know, it's all these like different, different types of beers and, and they have full liquor bar and all that stuff. And so uh, they were like, well, if you sit at the bar, you know, you can order right from the bartender. I was like, well, that's cool. That's what I want to do because I got to kill time. So I go on to around the bar and I sit down at the very end of the bar and this dude is drunk, probably young 30s or something. It's, I mean, you know, it's Friday night, he's having a good time. I I heard him when I walked over there. I was like, "Oh, this guy's annoying." I could just tell. I was like, "I know this guy's going to talk to me. I know he's going to talk to me. He's going to try to show out in front of his friends. He's going to try to do something silly." And so as soon as I turn as soon as I sit down, he turns to me and goes, Oh my God, dude, give me a hug. Oh, nope. No. And I knew he expected me to say no, which would have made things weird. So instead I went over and I gave him a bear hug and picked him up off the ground and spun what? him around.
5: <laughs> no way. Because he
2: didn't I knew he didn't expect that, right? And it just would kill it from him talking to me, uh, you know ever again right. right he bit off more than he could chew right so uh so he's like whoa dude i didn't see that coming and he's talking to these girls he's with and, and then he was quiet and i was like all right mission accomplished and he goes dude everything was dude dude you know who you look like yes i do peter brady or seth mcfarland he goes seth mcfarland that's who you need to tell him that <laughs> And then I pulled the what I shouldn't have done. I didn't even think about it. Oh, no. you told him
5: you did already.
2: I was well. We had just interviewed Rachel McFarlane, his sister, and I was like, you know, it's funny because I just talked to his sister the other day, and I told I told her that he goes, okay, that's real, and I was like, yeah, I guess I wouldn't believe that either, right? I was like, yeah, I go, I get it. Yeah, he's got to get his phone out.
3: I was like, <laughs> Hold on. I, my podcast.
2: I go, I shouldn't have said anything. You're right. It's fake. Never mind. Go back to your thing. Wow. <laughs> I was like, why did he even say that? You're so stupid. So anyway, I'm sitting there. I'm killing time. And then I go to the airport. And because the airport is so close here, I mean, it's literally 30 minutes. And it's you know it's nothing like Atlanta, right? You just You're mm-hmm. in and you're out. And I park. I can't tell you the last time I parked at an airport. I can't tell you the last time I went and picked somebody up at an airport. It's been a minute. And so I park and i'm 3 minutes from the baggage area i get out of my truck and i walk over like this is great this is fantastic i'm very excited about this so now i get to see them as they're you know you can't go to the 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 tarmac but I, i'm very excited to see them just walk past security you know and greet them so i made a little sign and i put family you know so it's like family waiting for family waiting for family and uh and they come around the corner and i see She's got this little dog cage with tunes. <laughs> oh, God, dude. I was like, that's the best thing in the world. That is. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. And so she's coming back this weekend. She's going to bring Fat Fat. So Fat Fat's our X factor. If she can bring Fat Fat, because it's cheaper to just fly back and forth with the dogs than it is to go cross country. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So she, it's like a hundred bucks to fly with a dog. Fat Fat might need his own seat. <laughs> Cause she's you know, but she's gonna try to shove him in this <laughs> little case. So we'll see how that works out. But anyway, it was good. It was good that they're here. But they're supposed to be here for, um, like, kind of. Well, I mean, they're coming to see me. But part, you know, it was spring break. But it was get Ariel acclimated to the area and see you know, see if she likes it. But for her to go see her college that she's gonna go to.
3: They never they went. Go? They never they went. Didn't go to the college. <laughs>
5: wow. I, you know what? And I meant to ask that question too. Like, did they go up there and look around and see like what we saw when we went down there? I didn't even think about it last night. Sheesh.
2: Yeah, they never went. They never went at all. They went to the beach and they went to Napa, got lost,
5: <laughs>
2: and then we went to go see the Redwoods and got lost huh. um, that by the way, way scary to go up on those mountains with a big truck, and they're very narrow and very high and very trippy, like I'm grandpa have you been not up not there? Either. No
3: not not where the where you guys went no
2: oh
4: ho, 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 ho.
2: these people are crazy. People on bikes have a death wish. San Francisco bike people. You're fucking crazy. (laughs) You are fucking bonkers. There is not a crazier person on earth than people that live in San Francisco, California that ride bicycles. (laughs) Craziest fucking people in the
5: world. You will get
2: no argument from me. Oh my, no. You've seen (sighs) them here in Sacramento. You've got to go up where it's like 5,000, 6,000 feet high. These little windy, it's like you feel like, Oh the hills are alive with the sound of music. You know, they're all green. <laughs> There's sheep on the side of the hills and people are, you know, going up up the hill. You got cause you gotta go up the hill in order to go down the hill, because you're going over the hill. And over the river and through the woods. And you have to not only pay attention to the road, you can't look off the road. Because if you look off the road, you'll get vertigo. Oh Ooh, no. Oh you I, I that's I'm sitting, Rachel's like, "Oh my god, look how beautiful it is." No, no, no. You can look how beautiful it is. I'm focused on the road. And and, and they have the bumpies in the middle, right? In the center. And you can slow down. Well, no, so you know if you're tr- crossing over to the other oh, lane. Oh, okay. I'm bumping every time I'm turning. <laughs> and that's all it is, is turns. It's just one big loop-de-loop. There's no stretch. Hey. So these bicyclists are and they're amazingly strong to be going up the hill, right? I mean, this is nuts. Mm-hmm. But you, ha- in order to pass them, you have to guess. You know, how you're not supposed to pass on a turn. No, that's it's all dangerous. there are. That's a, it's a mountain. That's all there are is turns. Oof. so it's like, and if you don't, people are honking. So a lot of peer pressure. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of peer pressure. So we we were you know, and then they just hit you out of nowhere. Like you're driving. And then the next thing you know, you're on a mountain. It's not like it says, "Hey, heads up, you got a mountain coming."
5: Oh, they don't have the signs like steep thing ahead, steep turn. No, you're just how it is in
2: Tennessee. No, you're just driving, and the next thing you know, you're on a mountain, and you can't turn around. Like if your car,
5: direction you're going, you got to go.
2: Your car breaks down. Your car catches on fire. You just can't. You are fucked. (laughs) You like I, I I I don't know what they do. It doesn't make any sense. Right. Like what they would do. They have like the little turnouts on the side, Mm -hmm. but the shit, if I'm turning around with my big ass truck, (laughs) hell no, (laughs) hell no. Uh, I would walk and find somebody and hire them to turn it around for me. (laughs) I would not turn it around on the mountain. It's just so scary. So we go up and we get to where we were, uh, our destination, which was the Redwoods, the national
4: mirror woods. Uh, That's what it's called. Yeah. Mirror woods. Yeah. I went, I've been there. Yeah. It's great. Oh, you have. Mm-hmm. yeah Alexis and I went there when we went to San Francisco for her birthday oh okay cool so okay how did you get there did you drive yeah we drove but we were staying in San Francisco so we like came over the Golden Gate Bridge went by was it Carmel by the sea or whatever and then went up into the mountains
2: okay so I took the uh other way we didn't go over Golden Gate Bridge so I took the other way and we we, we get up there and then when we get there They say, do you have reserved parking? I said, no. They said, okay, well, we're full. So you can go and park at the beach. And it's only a two mile hike. I said, only? Only. only." (laughs) I said, only a what? He goes, yeah, or you can wait until after five. Like, he's talking to me like he doesn't realize what I just went through to get on this mountain. No. Mm. like <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, shaking. Get me out of my vehicle right now. I need to walk because I don't want to do it again. So he's telling me I have to go to this beach knowing that I still have to go up to the mountain more.
5: Oh, you have oh, to go no. up to get to the beach.
2: Well, well, no, go up to go down. But oh. I still, I'm, I'm, I've got to go up to go down. I'm like, shit. I was like, where's the beach? He's like, just keep going straight. You'll run right into it. I'm like, okay so i'm straight yeah so i'm driving and it's another you know however like it's like three miles it's not a lot like a long distance but i'm driving 15 miles per hour right so we get to where we thought was the beach rage told me to go this way i said no my nav is sending me this way Mm. she was right my nav was wrong (laughs)
5: your navs are wrong often.
2: So I end up at the 711 at the bottom of the mountain and I walk in and I said uh where am I? And and because I wasn't getting a cell signal. AT&T's not very good out out here by the way.
5: My cell service is not good out here either. I, what do I, you have? I have Xfinity Mobile.
2: So oh, I'm really? I'm wondering
5: like if we just got to change them to out here because <sighs> The service is horrible. I can't even send. I don't think that's how Nelson, that works. Um, Like pictures, pictures and,
3: stuff. St- and stuff. She can't text me anything. No, Nothing. Nate,
2: what's the problem? This is a you thing. Oh, there,
3: there is something to. Th- Yeah, there
4: is something to that. I don't know what it is exactly, but when Alexis and I were out in um, San Francisco and San Diego, our phones were super slow, and we were just Mm -hmm. running through our data really quick. Um, So I don't know if you maybe need to go into a store and see it. Maybe you have to, like, change to, I don't know, the West Coast Towers or something. Maybe there's a different signal that you have to switch over to, but Mm -hmm. I I experienced the same thing for sure.
2: Oh, okay. Well, I had no cell signal on the mountain, which means that I didn't have nav through my phone. Mm. So I had to go to truck nav you know, satellite nav Right. and just three years old. It, yeah. Which has not been, well, it's, it's older than that, actually <laughs> like five years old. So I get to this Seven Eleven, and I ask a question that it, after I asked it, I was like, God, that just sounds like so 1988. Right. I was like, where am I? And how do I get out of here?
5: <laughs> What'd they say? Well, the guy
2: behind the counter is like, well, let me, so he was very nice. And this, everybody's nice. He's like, this is very, this is where you're at. But there's these two kids they are probably like 13, 12, 13 years old. They have their little electric uh, bicycles or something. And it was like, he goes, dude, why don't you just use your nav? <laughs> <laughs> like they were talking like grownups. And, he, and then he pulls out his phone and he goes, all right, you're here. And then he, he, he sh- spreads his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, you're here. Where do you want to go? I mean... <laughs>
5: God dang, why can't you look it up
2: yourself? That's exactly <laughs> and I was like, I just want to go home. I just want to go home. <laughs> I just want to go home. <laughs> I've, I've now driven two and a half plus hours to go <laughs> see these redwoods. But the shit if I'm walking two miles up this mountain. Oh, by the way, it's not two miles. We found out it's three miles. Oh, and we man. only found that out because my watch told me after we hiked the three miles. Anyway, <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. So I was like, I just want to go home. He goes, Where's home? This I said, Sacramento. He goes, oh, dude, that's that way. I was like, where's the Golden Gate Bridge? San Francisco's north, that way. <laughs> I'm getting schooled by these kids. Like, you're an idiot. How do you not know these things? Do you not know simple north, south, east, and west? Have you not seen a map of the United States? Um, so he's like, yeah, just go out here and take a left, and, and you'll, be, you'll go home. So I get in the car, and now I'm angry, you know, and i didn't want to be angry because i only had a couple days left but i was angry because i i I was just angry and uh and rach goes so we drove out here we're not gonna go see the big trees (laughs) i was like she's like trust me just go back to where we were the beach is there i promise you (sighs)
0: she
2: knows i don't want to drive up the mountain like i'm terrified (laughs) So I drive up the, and these aren't, like, you would think, because I've driven, the, the, the North Georgia mountains, those aren't paved. Like, these, these were paved mountains, but they're way more steep than anything in North Georgia. Like, way more steep. And the drop-off is right next to you. Like, the ones in North Georgia, you at least have. Is there might, railing up? Uh, not at not not all not in all places. No.
5: Oh, okay, yeah. that's crazy. So you ain't paying attention. You can go
3: over the edge. Literally. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. I would oh. not. I would not do it at night. There's no. There's no way. There's people that live up on these hills.
3: No. Mm-mm. Uh-uh.
2: They live there. They go like at the very top. No they thanks. live there, <laughs> and there's no lights. There's no light. There's no mm-hmm. lights. Oh, I, well, I didn't see any. I mean, it was daylight. They weren't on, obviously, but I didn't see. There's no street lights.
3: Oh, no. There weren't any on the, the trip up to Reno when I drove through the Sierra Nevadas up there. But there wasn't. At least the, the roads were wide, and they had good guardrails. You never felt like you were going to fall off the side of it. But I drove back at night in a snowstorm I ran into, and there was no light anywhere.
2: Well, I was afraid I had to go to the Golden Gate Bridge, and I don't like bridges. So I'm sitting here watching YouTube videos of <laughs> driving I you over the Golden- to go
3: over the
5: bridge.
2: No, they oh. wanted to go over. I mean, I would have toughed it out. I would have been fine with it, but I'm not a fan of big bridges. Like the Chesapeake Bay Bridge is the scariest bridge in the world. If you've not it's terrifying, absolutely terrifying. The Golden Gate Bridge is not as bad. I know. It's wider and it's shorter and all that stuff. It should be fine. So anyway, we we finally find the beach and we go and we walk around the beach, and everybody's at this beach. It's cold and they got little fire rings and stuff like that. And we're taking pictures, and we had Petunia with us. So, you know, she's out running on the beach and stuff. Everybody's got their dogs. Nobody keeps their dogs on a leash. That's like the entire Nobody. state of California. Nikki saw the, her first dog fight at a restaurant.
5: Just yesterday, sitting out on a patio, eating. This lady's in the inside, coming out with her dog, and it was people on the patio with me with their dog. And I had just glanced over at them moments before and, and said to my stream, like, these are two people out eating dinner together, and both of them were just looking at their phones. So they definitely weren't paying attention to the dog. All I hear, I see the lady come out with her dog. Their dog... Bolts, because he's not leashed, and runs over and uh, start attacking the lady's dog. So the the lady, she's an older lady, too. So she starts screaming and hollering, Get that dog! Get him over her! Ah! The people, are everybody's running over there to get the dogs and separate the dogs. And I was just like, whew, this is crazy.
2: Yeah, nobody leashes them. Nope. They're just running around everywhere. Nope. Nelson's going over next door to the Airbnb because he thinks they're abusing the dogs. Sounded
3: like they were... <laughs> <laughs> I thought there was a dog in trouble.
2: So Nelson, as fast as humanly possible, goes over there. Excuse me, are you killing dogs here? Mm. She said no,
3: though. I trusted her.
2: What, what did she say? She said no
3: because she said no. She said the puppy went and uh, went to the bathroom inside the house, right. and so it wasn't. She goes, uh, he wasn't hurt physically, but emotionally. <laughs>
4: No, when we went to Merwood's, you can drive like you were saying through the mountains up there and it kind of zags around and you get up to this kind of viewpoint where you can see the Golden Gate Bridge over the channel or whatever. We got up there and everybody was kind of standing around in this line, but nobody was moving by. And I look through these people and I see there's a dog. And I was like, oh, somebody's like dog got loose or something. It was a fucking coyote. There was a coyote just <laughs> standing up there in front of the Golden Gate Bridge. It was like, I got a picture. It looks fucking amazing. But there are coyotes up there. So watch out. <laughs>
2: oh, wow. Okay. No, that. that's a heads up. Good thing y'all didn't encounter
5: one while walking.
2: <laughs> so we, we hiked three miles. I mean, it was the making of a horror film. You know, it was just <laughs> you're walking in the middle of nowhere but there were a lot of people. We, we looked like we were, it was an exodus. You know, there were just all these people walking uh, and nobody was bitching. Like everybody was cool with it. Yeah, we'll hike three miles. It's not a big deal. And I'm going, where am I right now? So we, we finally get there. You know, the kids are obviously pissed, they're miserable right now. Uh, Rach has got Petunia in a backpack that she hiked up this mountain. She's looking with. like Nate. Yeah, looking like Nate <laughs> carrying tubbies around. And we get there, and uh, we walk in, and I'm like, "All right, finally, we're here." I was like, you know, I was excited because I'd not seen the redwoods. I was like, "That's pretty cool." You live in California, you got to see the redwoods. Something that's the whole point of living out on the West Coast—the things that we haven't seen yet—we want to see them. So we go, and then there—you have to buy tickets. Sixty dollars for all of us to get in. Sixty dollars to see trees. Sheesh. That was bullshit. Damn. And then we we're hungry, so we go to this cafe. And we buy two turkey sandwiches and two peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, some pretzels and some drinks, like $80. Jesus.
1: Yeah,
2: so I'm already in. No, we didn't get robbed. It was just nothing else. We had no choice. Can't hike three miles up a mountain and not pay the $60 to see the trees. And then we go in there and. Uh, pay
5: $80 for sandwiches.
2: Yeah, we're like almost $200
3: in the hole. Sheesh. Before I even saw a redwood tree. Oh, you, so you haven't even seen a tree at this point. Well we saw I mean from afar but you weren't like up next to one you didn't get to get into the thick of the forest you're already 200 and all I was gonna say that to the thick of the forest ah. yeah say, isn't it crazy
4: that you drove through a bunch of trees to pay to see some trees no shit <laughs> <laughs> with money made out of trees <laughs>
2: So like we get done. in there, and we walk around, and it's it's actually very nice, and it's very cool, especially if you just sit, you know, like you just look up. I mean, these things are 300-plus feet high in the air. They're just absolutely amazing. And so that was pretty cool. And then the rest of my Redwood experience was kind of ruined because I'm sitting there on customers, like my damn thing in my ear, mm-hmm. trying to fix my... I got scammed by budget rent-a-car. Yeah. And... And so we – we because Rach had rented a car, and when we went to go get the car, this kid, who's kind of a douche, but it, it, like literally we were in and out like 30 seconds, and he goes, I've got a charger. What color you want, white or black? I was like, I don't know, Rach, what do you want? She goes, white. I was like, all right, white. License? Credit card? Cool. Here are the keys. It's over there. I mean, that, that was the entire conversation.
5: Wow. And so
2: Ooh. we gave her – she got the car we left then i forgot to take it back and i called budget and they're like well you're gonna be charged an extra 200 and some bucks if uh if, if 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 you don't bring it back so i called Nikki d and her and nelson <laughs> to the rescue did me a huge solid and they took the car back for me uh and then i get this e-receipt so i know it's back because i get a text that says your your challenger has been returned and then i get a notification in my email the e-receipt. Mm-hmm. I was only supposed to pay like $197 for the week. And I was telling Nikki I was like, "Oh, you got scammed before because <laughs> yeah. I went to budget and this is all I'm paying." And she's like, "What the shit? I was at
3: The bill, in like a geo.
2: The bill the bill was $530. Oh and so God. I get on the phone with this guy and he's very nice. Uh, and we're talking and he goes, I believe you and this and this and that. And he's like, let me get this fixed. And I was like, oh, thank God this is going to be over and done with. And I'm walking and I'm walking and I'm walking
3: and I lose signal. Wow. Oh, and you can't get back to him.
2: No. And the budget phone tree is horrible. Like I figured it out eventually after the third or fourth time. And then I call back, talk to another guy, lose him immediately. Like hey. I finally called and talked to a third guy. This guy was as dumb as a bag of duty pops. I mean, he <laughs> was the stupidest motherfucker I have ever met. And I then get transferred to his boss because I've already ripped and yelled. And I'm screaming at this guy in the middle of the redwood forest. <laughs> oh my
5: god. So you're not even getting able you're not even I'm to not even soaking the in the redwoods theory.
2: because I'm mad now because <laughs> the, the, you know, it's common practice in the in the rental car industry to do the bait and switch. So the guy, what we found, what I found out was he upgraded us to like a like a Dodge Challenger is an upgrade from what? So he upgraded us from whatever it is we were supposed to have. I didn't, I wasn't asked for an upgrade. I wasn't told about an upgrade.
5: Right, they are supposed to tell you if it's an upgrade fee. He just made it seem like these are the cars we have available, which what color options? That's all he said.
2: Mm-hmm. Literally, he goes, "Hey man, I got a Challenger in white or black. Which color do you want?" That's all he said. So I don't know. If, I don't. I don't know how he benefits off of this. So now I, you know, I've got to wait until the work week, you know, because we had Easter and all that other shit. So I was a little irritated right. about that. So I was very frustrated. My redwood. Then we go home. It was fine. and yeah. then, then you guys came over.
3: Nikki D was irritated by the fact that it was heavy traffic as we brought the the car back. She wanted to get out on the road and open I it was up about a little to bit.
5: Drive so fast.
3: Oh, oh and here's the other thing that I don't know if it's
2: going to happen. Nikki goes oh, just a heads up, you might be charged an extra $450 because there's dog hair in the car. Right. That's
5: what the sign says. And there was
2: a sign that says if there's dog hair, you're going to be charged for it. I'm like, if I get charged $450, I, my mission on Twitter until my blue check is taken away is to blow budget rental car up. I will go onto LinkedIn and find people in their corporate offices and send them bags of poopy dupes. I will, it will I, it'll be my mission uh, to, to fuck with them. I'll never use them ever again. Yeah, how,
4: how do they know it's dog hair? I mean, just say your your daughter has alopecia or something. Yeah. Don't know. <laughs> That's good.
2: That's what I'm going to say, actually. Yeah.
4: Prove it. And if they do a DNA test on that, then they can have the money because, geez. Yeah. <laughs> That's what
2: I'm going to say. I'm going to say, yeah, prove it. You know, uh, 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 my aunt has cancer, and we were driving her back and forth to chemo. <laughs>
3: Thanks. This was after her first treatment.
2: Yeah, and, and, and while she was doing that, her hair was falling out in my car. Clumps. <laughs> Try it <laughs> God how many how many how many recordings have we done and Brandon hasn't been on, but Brandon decides to come on now because he's got his little MySpace look. video blown up.
0: No, no, look, <laughs> look, look, this is what happened, all right? I hopped on the original meeting, but apparently y'all recorded before this, and you never sent me that link, so I was sitting in the other meeting for 10 minutes and said the host wasn't there, so I'm just sitting there lost, and thankfully, Nikki sent me the actual link, and because you weren't responding. I haven't seen you in so long. Look how big his forehead
4: has gotten.
5: He normally has a hat on.
4: Oh, yeah. His forehead oh. has
5: always been
4: either. God almighty, look at that thing. You can shoot. He's a business owner, so driving Yeah, movies. he's looking more professional.
5: And it's Easter. He he had to go to his grandmother's for dinner.
4: Oh. Yeah, I had to go to church,
0: and I had to go eat lunch, and I had to go eat dinner. You know, two meals a day, is a lot. Your hair's long. You
2: look like a
3: pedophile murderer. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he's a murderer who's also a pedophile or someone who kills pedophiles? No, he's a pedophile. Breath. And murder.
4: Got it. <laughs> okay. Just want to make sure he's not a like pedophile pain. hunter story better. Yeah. We can school better. <laughs> From
2: the people that brought you cocaine, bear it's pedophile hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh I figured you'd come on because you want to talk about your video and get as much uh, exposure as possible and blah blah blah.
3: Well, look at me. you see a little bud Light sitting in the background there. He's got yeah. it staged for for for, for <laughs> those placement. For
2: those that we even had Brandon on the, on the radio show. Uh, and then Def August was there. He got up off his knees and decided to make an appearance. <laughs> you' could hear him wiping his lips. Brandon's very excited. He got what probably like seven million views now.
0: Uh, by the time uh, we wake up in the morning, yeah, it'll probably be seven million. It's at six point six right now. And what he's done is he's taken advantage of, uh,
2: and you you struck while the iron was hot, by the way, because th- this will go away soon, um, in my opinion. But you know, the Kid Rock taking his machine gun and blowing up Budweiser cans, and there, there, there's a a percentage of people that are mad that Budweiser is associating themselves with the trans community. It's so fucking silly, you know, and I like Kid Rock too, but it's such a, like, it's, who cares what people do? Like, nobody cares what you do and how you feel and what you believe in, um, and nor should you care if it doesn't, like, directly affect you. Right. Like, this is a company that's given this guy hundreds of thousands of dollars of beer <laughs> his entire life, and just because this he's going to tell him to fuck off and burn that bridge. It's so crazy. He's not changing anyone's mind. No. At all. You know, nobody's going, well, if Kid Rock is pissed off at Budweiser, Budweiser's going, you know what? The, uh, the, the people that didn't drink Budweiser that are cool with what we're doing it are now drinking Budweiser and just buying extra Budweiser just because they think, and that's silly too, right? That's the opposite of the silly. That's not doing anything. Anyway, so Brandon's taking advantage of this. And he did this video on TikTok, where he lies to his audience and says, "I used to work at Anheuser Bush. The way to really get back at them is to send the beer to their lost mid offices, which is Def August's welding warehouse."
0: <laughs>
2: it's a funny bit. It's it's a. I mean, I, I'm not going to be surprised if you don't get either a sued be beat up or at least see dinged on this but it's a funny bit and so uh he's got people that think that they're getting back at anheuser-busch and they're like it's pain to send beer in the mail to what they think is the anheuser-busch lost mid offices <laughs> Right?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I told them to uh, send it over there to the logistics office because that's where I used to work at when, you know, we're understaffed and they'd have to come out and sign for the mail and then all the Bud Light logistics. would just pile up in the parking lot.
2: Yeah, so you, you're actually getting free Bud Light from people right now.
0: Yeah, we've got uh, we've got about twenty cases. Sadly, uh, not a lot more came in from the weekend, so uh, we're gonna have to do a little uh, little stage. I'm going to all the liquor stores and I'm getting all their used Bud Light boxes and I'm gonna set them in the parking lot, and then uh, and then we're gonna get the news out there. I'm gonna make another video, tell everyone to call Fox Five to get them out there to do a story, see if they can come out there.
2: Well, no, here's what you, here's something you do. You really want to piss some people off is you show the small amount of beer that people have sent you and go. I thought you guys were really pissed off. I thought you really wanted to get back, and this is all you sent. Are you kidding? You're a bunch of ph- uh, phonies. You're a bunch of fakes, phony balonies. <laughs>
0: That's yeah, I thought I thought about that too, and I was like, it could go either way. I could do that, or I could uh, just do this other other method, and then come out and tell everyone it was a joke. And then more than likely, I'll probably lose to some uh, some followers that thought it was for real. Oh yeah, but I'll gain some followers from thinking it's a funny joke because now the the comments have transitioned from everyone's on board to now we're getting all the oh you're a snowflake, you're a little bitch, fuck you, fuck off, mm. like just get over it.
2: Yeah, well that that you're gonna, I mean, if you won. It's have to explain because I got to tell you, I fell for it. I, I got, I got suckered in. I thought you were, I thought you were for real. Like, and I was like, Oh shit, dude. go figure. He's that guy. It's like, I was like, stop telling me about this shit, dude. I don't want anything to do with it. And then, and then I find out it's, it's, it's a bit. And I was like, Oh, that's fucking genius. It's like, God, that's really, really funny. And then I started to worry about you and I'm going, man, People are going to get really mad at Brandon. I was like, you better be careful.
5: Yeah, I told him that the other day. He said that they were telling him to make a GoFundMe. I was like, do not do that
2: under any circumstances. Just, I mean, <laughs> watch your back. People are crazy, bro. I mean, they, like, they, they feel like they're going to change the world and Budweiser's mind and whatever, what people believe, and they're going to, you know, do whatever to somebody. So just watch your back. Be careful. Because you, you yeah, are having to Watch
0: people. it back, too. Yes. yeah i gotta tell him about three times so he can hear me yeah.
2: right <laughs> sign to august to watch your back <laughs> <laughs> uh all right well i mean that's cool you got some beer you know you got to follow it up and you know you'll get more how much uh can we guess how much tiktok has paid you for
0: seven million views because they're the uh, lowest
2: uh, point they're the lowest paying platform right
0: yeah yeah so we got 6.6 on the main video and then uh, but combined with the last seven videos, and the series is about at a uh, ten million. Okay, so ten
2: million. I'm gonna say TikTok paid you a hundred and twenty-five dollars.
5: I'm gonna guess they paid you fifty dollars.
4: Wow,
3: twenty-five easy. I bet you don't pay nothing. That's what I've heard about TikTok.
4: I think Nate knows the answer. I don't, but I'm gonna guess five hundred. Ooh. Ooh,
0: yeah, uh, it was a little high, uh, Nate, uh, but it was about $160. Oh, wow, you
3: nailed it. Wow. Boom. Wow. Gotcha. Okay. Pretty
0: pretty pathetic. I mean, the most I ever made on TikTok was 220 million views in a month, and I think they gave me like $800, which is pretty pathetic.
3: Yeah, especially because on YouTube, what would that be
0: worth? A couple thousand. Oh yeah, because TikTok pays a uh, three to four pennies per thousand views, and then uh, YouTube pays between one and ten dollars for a thousand views. So it's, right. it's night and day between TikTok and YouTube.
2: Why don't Why didn't you put it on Reels?
0: Oh, that's even less. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Oh, really? Because I get paid—I uh, mean, not a lot, but it's like a hundred and some bucks a month from Facebook because of the Reels that we post. And I'm not getting anywhere near that. You know, like on average, they'll be. Like a thousand, some will get two to three, maybe four thousand. I mean, I'm not blowing anything up, um, but I, 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 I didn't know what for the longest time. I had no idea why I was getting the money. Mm. Actually, I thought it was a charge because I thought it was like commercial, like commercials for the cabin uh. and stuff.
5: Oh, no, they send you the email that says you're getting monetized, and from that, point yeah. is when you start getting paid.
2: Yeah, so every month I get okay. like you know it ranges some between eighty and like 150 bucks. Yep, you just send it to me.
0: Yeah, they, they asked me to monetize some videos, but uh, I got a, you know a lot of family on there, and I'm not try- trying to let them know what I'm doing over here on my TikTok and YouTube side hustles because they're a little religious when it comes to things. That makes no sense whatsoever. What?
2: You're on social media, but you're trying to be on the DL from the family?
5: Because his family well, I mean, aren't on those.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, they're not big, you know, TikTokers and uh, uh YouTubers, but, like, my grandma, I mean, she she prints out Facebook. She can't read it on the screen, so she prints it out, and then she reads it. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's awesome. awesome. <laughs> seeing me saying, like, oh, look at all this free beer we're
2: getting. We're getting thousands of beer. <laughs> my mom, that's okay. My mom believes everything she reads on Facebook. Like, she quotes it as, like, the news. <laughs> She's like, you know, I want to move. Where do you want to move to, Mom? Valdosta, Georgia. <laughs> Why do you want to move to Valdosta, Georgia? Well, because it's one of the safest and best places in the country to live. (laughs) Where where did you read that? Facebook. (laughs) But it was a news article on Facebook. I said, okay, well, you do know that they're kind of geotagged for you. Like if you're already Googling it, looking at that, they're going to find a way to make. By the way, where you lived in Atlanta, not safe at all. It's actually one of the most unsafe places in the country. Yeah, that's not true at all. <laughs> not not even close. He goes, but Valdas is really safe, so I want to move there. And I've already found a house. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, I ain't going down that road again.
5: Okay. <laughs> Dear Clear. That's what
2: I said to her. I go, so why are you telling me? She goes, because I, I, I want to get you involved. And I said, no, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. I said, we just became friends again. The last two <laughs> times that we were became unfriends...
5: Dealt it, with a house.
2: Dealt with a house. I uh-huh. said you do what you have to do. I wish you nothing but the best of luck. Tell me where your new address is and I'll send you you know, <laughs> you. some candles or something. I was like, I want nothing to do with it. You're not getting my signature. You're not getting, you're not getting anything. I'm not looking anything up. I'm not doing anything. Um, I was like, I don't even want Rachel to sell you the house. Right? <laughs> want nothing to do with that house at all. Um uh, well, that's good. Congratulations, Brandon. That's pretty cool. Well,
0: uh, yeah, thank you. And we're going to keep going with it, you know, try to keep, uh, some more momentum going. we got a quarter million followers, so we get some juices going.
4: Yeah, that's pretty good. How does TikTok get money? Because they, do they do ads? I don't know if I've ever seen an advertisement. There's ads. Yeah.
0: Oh, go ahead. They do, like, ads, like, every six videos, and mm-hmm. sometimes it's been, like, a lot. But also people can, like, sponsor posts, and then like they pay for that as well. That's where they get mainly their money.
2: Oh, I just thought of this. Okay. This is the first time Brandon and Nelson have met.
0: Oh, oh, we yeah. talked today on the radio, but I've never yeah. seen his face right. and his looks uh-uh. moving at the same did, time.
2: Did you think he looked like that? Me or uh, Nelson? No, Brandon, did you think Nelson looked like that?
0: Oh, I mean, yeah, I saw a picture of him,
3: the the picture y'all have on your banner. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, did you think but, Brandon looked like that? No, I wasn't ready for the long hair. I don't know why the long hair surprised me. Or if it was long, I was expecting it to be a little bit of more of like a Tennessee waterfall. You know, this is like long <laughs> the whole way through. I don't see any uh, business in the front. God, if you can you imagine, Nikki, if we put those two together yeah. on a Friday night
2: yeah. and just put cameras on their heads.
5: It will be very entertaining.
3: I'm here for it. I already reached out to him and made sure I got his cell phone because I want to collaborate with him on some stuff online. I just haven't shot him any ideas yet. <laughs> that'll
2: be a yeah, phone, man, that'll be I'm, I'm excited, that'll man. be a phone call of a bunch of ideas for about an hour that none <laughs> will ever be accomplished.
3: But it'll be the best ideas <laughs> you ever heard. <laughs> yeah,
2: man, you're gonna do this. Yes, we're gonna do this. Yeah, we're gonna do this. Nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. Never going to happen. Never, 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 never. Brandon's not going to return your call. You're still <laughs> going to be talking about it, and then you'll forget about it.
0: That's I'm something. still the one waiting on Nelson to text me back with his ideas. I was pumped that night that he sent me. He's like, dude, I got all these ideas. I'm, like, I'm ready, man. I'm ready. Just, I even told him, I was like, give me a call if you got a lot of ideas, so we ain't got to talk about it on text. If you
4: guys, right. Brandon's hair is start, starting to look like uh, Buffalo Bill from Silence of the That's
3: Lake. what oh, I was thinking of. Yes. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> You have got to recreate that, dude. Go get yourself a little silky robe and recreate that scene. I swear. Yes, you'll make so much money. Oh, you want to talk about a TikTok that'll blow up?
4: I swear
2: to God, if Brandon and Nelson had a radio show, the radio station that they'd work at would be called the Procrastination Station.
5: The Procrastination Station.
2: we
3: we'll get you the show station. next week. <laughs>
5: <laughs> the
3: no, we, you know, we air Monday's show on Friday.
2: Every show would talk about things that they're going to do, mm-hmm. And there would be no payoff to the bits. They would just be like the start of a game, but no one would ever win.
3: Yeah, we call it one oh six nine the edging. <laughs> oh
2: the edging. so I'm not um it was funny, somebody somebody on I think on Facebook. Oh, because they were going back and forth of whether they should be a subscriber and I'm not paying because it's not the same and I'm still gonna pay and this and this and this and this and that. So I was, I was I was reading through that thread and somebody referred to this incarnation of the show as behind the BS, which mm-hmm. I actually kind of liked. Yeah, I, I think I don't know if they're being nice or not, but I, I whoever you were, I like that idea because that's what we are talking about. Right? right. It's not we're no longer doing like a radio radio show mm-hmm. stuff like we were doing before. Because we are doing that five days out of the week. Right. Which you can get on the Odyssey app or thebaileyshow.com. In which, side note, you two percenters are making us look awesome. Yes. Those downloads are crazy. Thank you. Because we're doing better than a lot of people in the company. Mm -hmm. Because of the audience that we brought with us. You guys are awesome. And you contribute to the social media. And... Uh, I don't know if all of you have started to follow the new social media at listen to the BS on Instagram and Facebook, but the ones that do, you're, you've been very vocal, which is cool. So things are picking up, you know, the show's doing well. It's, it's picking up anyway. So, um, I'm in my new house for the most part. I should be there full time by the end of this week. Nikki D has found herself a new place to live.
5: Yes, I have.
2: And she bought a car. So she's rocking and rolling. Mm Mm-hmm. Nelson still can't find a place to live. People continue to just try to scam him. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Why I keep seeing your hand
0: pop over there? Is he next to you?
2: Yeah.
3: yeah. He, he's- Every <laughs> once in a while, yeah, you just a, a magical right hand pops in. Yeah. First.
2: <laughs> I know I'm struggling with this because I have the camera here, but I'm still looking at you guys here. But I have the camera here. Nelson's here, and Nikki D is.
5: He can't reach my camera. Over. But when you see him looking oh, over, he's looking yeah. at me.
3: No, we're we're, just on a couch, just like a half moon couch.
2: Yeah, we're we're all in the same couch. We're like in arms distance. Like, see, Nelson
3: can <laughs> come, come over here. Okay, come <laughs> over, look at that. That's
2: Nelson. Oh, I'm, I'm here. I'm <laughs> it's like the Brady Bunch boxes, right? How did they do that? Get in each other's boxes? Oh, that's how they did it. So, uh, so Nelson can't find a place to live, and we're we're nixing the Airbnb a month early. Um. And so I told them they could all move in with me for a couple weeks until they find a place. <laughs> and so, because, you know, it's no sense to have a, a beautiful house and all the trimmings and stuff there and then have this place. It just doesn't make any sense. So I'm paying double. Uh, plus, my house is a lot nicer than this place. Yeah. And so I bought an, uh, so a lot of new furniture. I got a new bed, brand new bed. Nelson to be the first to sleep in it. He's going to, you know, get. Are y'all battling? No, he's got his own room. Mm.
5: Which I think he's really going to be excited because I think last night his air mattress popped.
3: Oh, it's uh, currently popping. So, like, the, the way an air mattress works is there's, like, chambers inside the air mattress, right? So it has an even shape. And the chambers down the middle have uh, uh, separated. So there's a gigantic bubble. You ever seen, like, a bubble in the side of a tire? All
5: night it just sounded like popcorn was popping in his room. And I was like... I think his air mattress is
4: breaking. Uh huh. It's like it's like a navy ship, Nikki, isn't it? Like uh, they have different sections that they shut off when it starts sinking, and you only know, <laughs> have these different
3: <laughs> areas, just like a- it. Yeah, I, I broke a bulkhead. So, so
4: Nikki says
2: to me the other night. She goes, "So, uh, are you okay with Nelson sleeping in your bed?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> I, I was mean like, you're not staying here. Has even he but I don't know. I might stay here. <laughs> no,
3: nope. And you know why I wouldn't? Even if I, I thought about it one time, I was like, you know what? I'll just sneak in there and I'll just sleep in there. And then I said to myself, This motherfucker's got cameras everywhere. <laughs> There is no chance I am going. I know he set up secret cameras in this Airbnb to protect himself. I know he's got them. So I go, I don't even like going into his room when he's in there. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't need any nonsense.
2: I cannot neither confirm or deny that's true.
3: I know. I know. And I'm just going to keep a suit. Even if you said you denied, I'd still think you were lying. I
2: I did. I did come back today, obviously, to to record this. The kitchen's a mess. My Water filter thing is on the counter, almost out of water, not been refilled. Oh. There's shit everywhere. And we have a problem.
3: Uh oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I do have a problem here.
2: And it's Nelson's fault.
3: <laughs> what did I do?
2: So uh, I'm walking to my is this room. Bonus
5: content. <laughs> this
2: no bonus oh. content is the axe situation. Oh Lord. Uh So in front of our, we have like a common area in front of all of our bedroom doors. Mm There is a stain in on the carpet. This old white carpet. Where? I'm not done. And what are you doing?
3: I had to switch to my phone because my computer died. And now it's telling me that
2: this is the this is the this is the larger Brandon right here. This is, this is-
3: it feels good. Not me not being the problem. Oh, my God, time. Brandon, you have no idea. This guy's a mess. Now I'm, I'm echoing.
2: My, I'm echoing. Accident, I'm accident. He right. fucks everything up, just fucks Jesus, everything. I'm up. gone. There you go. Um, so there's a stain in front of your bedroom and then there's dribbles. <laughs> so it's like like follow the breadcrumbs. So oh, you had to have God. been taking something. I'm going to go eat something. Spill, 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 dribble, dribble, spill. You got to fix
3: that. Oh, yeah, I'll go clean the carpet now. It's imp- I
2: tried. I thought it was her. I thought Petunia peed, but no, it's dry and crusty. I don't know if you like fest 23 happened out there or what, but
3: it's gross. I haven't came in this house at all. Let's no, he's done.
5: saying it, it must have already <laughs> happened before now because it's dried up. I get what he's
3: saying, but I'm just um, saying
5: that
2: there's has is no jizz
3: fest in this house.
2: Or because of the location, which could technically be in front of your door, TT might have had pre-ejaculation no, 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 through the no, window no. when his penis stretched from Atlanta. Mm-hmm.
4: Negative. Uh, nothing but net.
2: Nothing <laughs> but net.
3: Negative. Negative. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I hear that penis even over my other house. It's like 15 minutes away. I hear TT's penis slithering through Sacramento. It's <laughs> it's like a, what's the boa constrictor movie? Anaconda? Oh, yeah. Anaconda.
3: Yeah. Yeah. J lo yeah.
4: Although <laughs> slithering through Sacramento has a nice ring to it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> slithering through
4: Sacramento. All
2: right. Uh so we'll did some bonus content for the premium 2%ers. And don't forget you guys you, Nate's doing a really good job of sending out the the full show video emails and uh, you're, you're addicted to that email thing now, aren't you? I can tell you're tweaking it and you're adding new stuff to it. It's fun, isn't it?
4: Yeah, it is kind of fun. It yeah, is. It's a good, it's a good time. <laughs>
2: yeah. You're like, oh, I get to talk to all these people, just this, just this, pe, just these people. And I get to do it. I'm doing what people have been sending me for years. This is kind of neat.
4: I know. Isn't it kind of isn't it kind of nerve wracking though? Because it's it's not like a post where you can be like, oh shit, I, I said that wrong. Let me delete it. Like if you send it out, it, it's, it's out. out. Yeah, you, can't, you can't take it back.
2: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And and you know, like you want to. I don't know if you go into the analytics to see who opened it up or not, but the, you know, like if you see somebody unsubscribes, you're like dick. Like, I I spent a lot of work on this. Why would you? (laughs) Why did you just delete it? Why would you unsubscribe? It's not like I'm sending you one every day. Right. Asshole. You know, so every once in a while, you'll get an unsubscribe and they'll give the reason of like, no longer need it. It's like, well, fuck you. (laughs) Anyway, all right. uh, So for you, premium two percenters, we'll get you some bonus content um, after uh, after our guests, all right, after Manny comes on, right? That's how we do this? That's
5: correct. Yeah, Yeah, that's
2: how we do this. Okay. Uh, so let's talk to mad dog look mad dog manny's back everybody wanted mad dog manny back so he's back for the time being so enjoy it uh don't forget at listen to the bs on instagram and facebook podcast the bs is the og podcast website nate's mexico moment full episode with his wife alexis awesome they're doing a great job the clueless two brandon deaf august they're doing a good job. There's some dude named Josh that I see people talk about. I don't know if people like him or not, but that dude's on there. I don't think you have those girls on anymore. People hated those girls. I, I, I don't know what you're doing there, but anyway.
0: They were learning. They were learning. They were learning. No, well, and you're, the, you're a little on the side, they're getting a little better. And you're the teacher? I mean, you know, I just kind of let them, like, free roam, like, kind of do their thing, and then, uh, you know, I kind of interject when I need to. I mean, they're on their fifth episode now we uh i didn't tell them that they were that bad cuz i kind of wanted you know i didn't want to destroy their uh happiness and joy of doing it i was like dude if you want to do a podcast do it that's fine but uh so i'm just saving them for later and once they start getting really good then i'll post them somewhere else i guess are you sleeping with them no no one of them's uh one of them's august's uh secretary not secretary and uh the other one's josh's wife oh well he's sleeping with one of them yeah, yeah, he is. Which, which, uh Sarah, she's good when she's on our podcast. She's on a Monday's episode because they just went to Alaska. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. So, uh, you know, I kind of lead it a little better there.
4: Very exciting stuff. He's just consulting now. Yeah. Okay.
5: yeah. Look at Brandon.
4: Just consulting now. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's a talent coach. Yeah.
2: <laughs> B Man <B-man> McVeigh. <laughs> Why don't you go back to our former radio station see if you can get a job? They, like, nobody nobody that was originally there works there anymore. So you might.
0: I don't think there's anyone there anymore. <laughs> now, they
2: got rid of everybody, didn't they? I saw uh, they got rid of Andy. Uh, or he left on his own, supposedly. And the guy that they hired is, I thought he, well, maybe he, I know he used to work for Sirius XM and I thought he had a big job there because I reached out to him at one point. I don't know him, but I knew what his job position was. And when I was trying to find a place to work other than that radio station, I reached out to him, not knowing that he knew the people I worked with. I had no idea his ties to Atlanta. <laughs> so, you know, that shit got back, right? Uh, which I thought was really funny. I was like, holy shit. But like, they're hiring like everybody. They're like, yeah, this person was a part of the radio station. The radio station was very successful back in the day and had a lot of people work there. So like, you can just take your pick of people that work there. So I think, I think when people get back, they're going to be very disappointed with uh, that building. Because I can tell you right now, the building that we're in and the company that we work for is tremendous, absolutely tremendous. I mean, if you want a little behind the BS inside stuff. So I had a meeting uh, the other week with one of our account executives and our program director. They don't have offices. Like there's only two or three offices in the, in the building. And, and the idea is to have everything communal. So you don't have those closed door meetings where like. Even the biggest of bosses, when they are having meetings, their doors are open. So everybody, wow. everybody hears it. And, and, and I, I, so we're having this meeting. And I mean, it wasn't a, like overly serious meeting, but there was some business that we had to get taken care of. The meeting didn't start for like 30 minutes because people were coming up and talking and, and interjecting. <laughs> and it was there was no privacy. And I had never experienced anything like this. You know me, I'm like, get to the point. Let's get it over with and let's move on. And so finally we're talking about it. And there was one of our coworkers that was just standing in the middle of our little triangle, not in the middle, but to the side, waiting for us to get done because he had to talk to me. Just, <laughs> I, just and I'm thinking, going, this is so bizarre. I don't know how I feel about this. And then afterwards I started to think about it. I'm going, maybe this is the answer. Like if you have a communal uh, workspace, you don't you're never gonna have that conversation of well, you remember that one time when, when we, we had the meeting and, and you said this? No, I didn't say this. Oh, yeah, yeah, you said this. You'll never have that problem because everything yeah. you say in that building, eight people hear it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. It's The same thing in Boy Scouts. It's called two deep leadership, and that's to make sure there's two uh, scout leaders per one scout, so one scout leader doesn't touch the kid. Well, we know what too deep means. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what if you both touch the kid? That's 40. <laughs> They got to have a good pat going on, you know,
2: <laughs> that's six and a half deep.
0: <laughs>
2: that's horrible. So anyway, uh, this company is phenomenal. They, they, they really, really are, are great. Um, I've, I've just, just very happy with them. That's very, very good. And the show's going great and the downloads are going great. So it's a little behind the BS stuff. Um, you know, it's picking up as far as the audience participation. We're seeing it pick up. Yeah. And, and that's cool. So anyway, all right, let's talk to uh, Mad Dog Manny here.
0: Hold up. Wait a minute. Let's hear from our sponsors. Just about
2: everything needs to be insured in your life, right? So find the best in the business. That'd be Sean Camp at Country Financial. House, boat, motorcycle, car, you name it, needs to be insured. How do you get a hold of Sean? Easy. Call him. He'll pick up 678-519-9028. Tell him Jason said, hello, 678-519-9028. Yeah, make sure you mention the BS because he takes care of the two percenters. Or you can email sean.camp at countryfinancial.com. S-H-A-U-N dot C-A-M-P at countryfinancial.com. The camp agency at Country Financial. It is your one-stop shop for all your insurable needs. You're the only person I'm going to say this to. Feel free to call my wife. 404-797-4600. That's if you're looking to buy or sell a house because she's a realtor, and that's why I'm here, to tell you how great she is and how awesome she's going to be for you. She's a realtor with Coldwell Banker Rachel Guy. She's your guy, and she's my wife, and she's awesome. 404-797-4600. You can also get a hold of her. I am Rachel Guy at gmail.com. Rodents get cold, too. They might want to get warm in your attic or crawl space. uh uh-uh, Not on Inspect All Pest Services Watch. InspectAllServices.com. That's the website you need to go to and book an appointment. Mention the BS received 10% off. Your exclusion work Did you know that uh, One big issue with house fires Is that squirrels cause them by chewing Constantly chewing on the wires Plus all the disease the rodents bring in Don't let that happen to your house
0: Inspectallservices.com And back to you Jason (laughs) He's
2: back ladies and gentlemen might I say, by popular demand. So, so, yeah, when we changed up the podcast when we moved out to Sacramento, you know, there were some changes. And one of the changes was Mad Dog Manny Aurora not on as frequently as he had been. Social media is like, hey, look, man, I'm with you with the changes. I'm going to listen to the radio show and download the Odyssey app, but we need our Manny back. And I said, all right. <laughs> so I reached out to Manny the dot com, I said dude we need you back where you at he's like I'm in South Florida for weeks defending what was this rappers right something like that yeah Some musicians musicians I I call them. yeah what, what was the deal what were you doing down in South Florida little Miami
6: it's just the usual work and nothing nothing fun just work
2: yeah okay Well, you, I thought you wanted can you not talk about it I thought it was like a, a big to do like these uh, big name rapper guys
6: um, most of those don't like their, you know, you don't want to publicize it like a lot of the smaller lawyers that try to hog the stuff up for um, attention. Oh. Uh, we try to be discreet on the folks that we can, but we do have a really big gang trial starting tomorrow in Atlanta with four co defendants. We've been spending the whole weekend with Easter. So I just got home. I've got my reminder that the uh, show's coming on at eight o'clock Eastern. So here we
2: are. Yeah. Okay. So what's the gang stuff?
6: Uh, the gang stuff is uh, some. A gang they're claiming to be good fellows with a subsect called Yap young and paid and um, apparently the leader of this subsect was in jail having a relationship with a woman over the computer, however you do that oh. and she apparently had a tryst with somebody that she shouldn't have and so the guy in the jail supposedly told his minions take care of some business and the fellow was shot. 9 times but he survived but he's paralyzed from the waist down and so we're going to have a big trial the fellow that actually supposedly ordered all this stuff is also in federal custody he was the one that made the news here that was the guy that's pretended to be a billionaire in New York oh yeah yeah millions and millions of dollars yeah yeah and he's been doing that so he's in federal custody he won't be going to trial with us but the uh, shooter and another guy will be going to trial uh, tomorrow
2: Okay, so which one are you defending? I'm lost. Um, defending
6: the guy that's supposed to be the middleman that supposedly sort of organized it. He didn't shoot anybody, he didn't do any of that stuff, but um, we've got a pretty good defense for him uh-huh. you know, with some really good text messages and things that help us. Uh-huh. We're also challenging all the cell phone evidence that people think, oh, my God, we watch TV, so if it hits a tower, you must be there. Um, there's, it's just such junk science. I'll explain that to you if you have more questions about why the cell phone tower itself
2: is garbage. Okay, so like if I'm just watching SVU today, Law & Order SVU, they're like, well, we know he was there because we pinged the tower. You guys have heard that, right? We have. Ping the tower, and ping the tower, he's got an alibi, ping the tower, he doesn't have an alibi. So you're trying to tell me, Manny Roar, that is trash.
6: Yes. So what happens is, anytime (laughs) you hit a tower, you're actually going to hit the strongest tower, not the nearest tower to any phone call that actually goes through or text message. The other problem you're going to have is towers can only handle so much traffic. It's a lot lighter than what you would think.
3: Uh
6: And it automatically transfers to the next nearest tower that's strong. And so saying a tower pinged that that's exactly you're in that area where you would have been is just junk science. And what we're going to argue tomorrow is every major carrier Sprint, AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile actually put on their records. Call data records are not to be used for location services because we can't guarantee their accuracy. And they also say we will not allow any of our engineers to testify about any of this stuff. So everything now has become a cottage industry in law enforcement. There's a lot of former FBI agents that started their own company called Hawk Analytics that train other cops to see how they're supposed to do this stuff. And essentially they've designed a software where you just take in the coordinates that you get from the cell phone companies. Like it, it, this is longitude, latitude of where the tower is and that's where it pinged. And so they just put it in and then they draw a little code. It's completely arbitrary. You can just pick the distance that you want it to be. Nobody measures the coverage area of the towers. You don't know how far the. The radio signal goes. That radio signal doesn't go out into nice 120 degree pie charts. It can go all around uh, and it depends on a lot of things. So none of that stuff's ever done. They never do the drive by things on what they call BTS scanners to see how far the signal would actually go. Nobody checks. Is it 3G, 4G, 5G? That all makes a difference as far as that goes. And the dumbest thing is all your phones are built in GPS. If you've got an iPhone, you can get into this thing and they'll tell you for the last X number of months where you've been like significant locations where you actually spent some time, uh-huh. it's easy to do. That's why your phone knows restaurants near me because it's always on. And it's always pinging. The other stupid thing is they're driving their cars and all the new cars have computers in them as yours probably does anything in the last 10 years will have it. They can GPS that stuff. Cause you have um, basically a cell phone built into your car to do all this stuff. And they have location trackers. They have the theft trackers. They have low jacks. You could figure all this stuff out if you wanted to, but it's so easy just to do a ping on a tower and everybody's like sheep, including defense lawyers for years until recently, you're starting to fight back on it because it's junk science. It's much like ballistics when they say, oh, the tongue lands in grooves and this thing looked like this. You know, you know when you measure a bullet after it's been shot in a test fire you put it under a microscope and a dude is looking at it and say, yep, those curves look the same. That must be the bullet that was fired from this gun. There's no science behind a lot of this stuff that people just took for granted. And our job is to raise as much hell as possible. The guy said he didn't do it. I trust him. And, you know, we're going to go to war tomorrow and hopefully things will work out.
2: How many, how many times has somebody said to you, though, that they didn't do it and you didn't trust them? I mean, there's got to be a couple, right?
6: Oh, probably about 80% of the time. Yeah, say, are what they are. But this entire case, there's no eyewitnesses for our guy, right? They're saying that there's a car in the scene area that looks like the car that he's got. He's got a Mercedes Benz S65. So we went through all the, you know, purchase records and all that kind of stuff. There's a, a ton of those cars that have been sold. Initially, they started off with it's black because it looked black on the video surveillance. But when they arrested him a month later, his car was actually, they call it ruby black, which is purple. And if you look at it, it's purple. But they're arguing, all the sunshine is this way in the sun. It's crazy. There's no eyewitnesses. There's nothing. There's a couple of cell phone tower pings that don't mean anything. And here we are in a trial where the guy's been sitting in jail for four years waiting trial. Wow. Have you ever got, call it a gang thing. You say gang, all the white people freak out and yeah. we're to convict somebody.
2: Have you ever gotten a, like a, a tip or a, a hint from your wife or a family member or friend when you're sitting here discussing a case? I know you don't normally do that, but just, it comes up and they know that you're involved in it. And they go, did you bother checking out the color of the car? Because there's a black and a Ruby black, you know, has that ever happened to you?
6: Um, not really. My family doesn't talk too much about this stuff oh, because they think I'd be all over. You is going to come back and it's not good and we should be putting <laughs> bad people in jail. Uh, my parents are not the people you want on your jury.
2: <laughs> I would be, man, if I lived with you, Manny Aurora, I'd be like, <laughs> let's figure this out before we eat ice cream. Okay, let's yeah. let's get this figured out before we hit the hay because I got <laughs> ideas for you. <laughs>
5: That's exactly you guys on some doing.
6: juries, man. I need some smart people. It's those Caucasians from Roswell and North Atlanta that are bearing us. They hear gang, buckhead shootings. Everybody freaks out. Facts be damned. Gang, gang, gang. That's the end of it.
2: Well, I'm going to join the, the, the dumb, dumb circle of the ping tower thing because up, up until this conversation, I, I, I believed it. I thought that was the well, that's what you're supposed to
6: believe because law enforcement says it, so you believe it. It's the same thing with fingerprints and all that stuff. You understand we used to have high school graduates working as crime scene techs that are just looking at fingerprint cards before we had the computer systems, you know, to match fingerprints. And they're just guessing. That looks close enough. That's what we still do with ballistic testing. Um, and the other thing, like with gangs. Um, everybody claims to be a gang expert. Last time I checked, there weren't too many middle-aged white guys that were in gangs that have done this. Well, we took the FBI class, we did social media training and all this stuff, right? And our guy is supposed to be in a gang. No tattoo, no photos with any colors, no hand signs, never done any of that stuff. But just say the word gang, because um, I think the latest rage in Atlanta, the government's kicking around ideas like 80% of all crime is gang related. It's all just made up. There's no scientific... Validation for any of it—it it just sounds good and helps your conviction rates go up.
2: We need to go old school. We need to we need to go backwards in the judicial system and just give people like me, without any facts, any information. You get maybe sixty seconds, and then I'm just going to decide <laughs> whether yeah. you're guilty or not. Because I mean, it's it's the first gut feeling is usually the right feeling
5: no you gotta hear the facts you can't take 60 seconds and decide if somebody's guilty i'll just
6: this is the guy that we worry about this is a lot of people right they take longer to figure out what movie they're going to watch on netflix versus whether this guy's going to go prison for life
2: you're that is That's how
6: messed up the system has become like the case in south carolina was it three hours or two hours after three weeks of they didn't even go through the exhibits or the evidence how I've argued with my wife for over an hour figuring out which what we're going to watch on Netflix and people are making decisions about folks' lives in that much time. Well, it's
2: crazy, that's, right? That's a strong analogy. Ooh. People really? are taking more time <laughs> to, to find a movie on Netflix than the fate of someone. Wow. That's pretty good. I used to say that about
6: Blockbuster, man. You know how long it took me to find a movie in Blockbuster? We'd roll in about 8 o'clock and be like 1030 before we leave with the movie and it's almost too late.
2: Yeah, and you you just use the movie for, let's watch it tomorrow. I'm tired. (laughs) (laughs) We're just prepping for tomorrow. All right. uh, Let me get to some of these questions for you, Manny. Uh, Some of these were left over from the prior visits uh, that we never got to. And then we did have a few come in. And I've got this long-ass voicemail that's nuts and it's like when i got when we got the voicemail i listened to it Mm -hmm. and and i didn't know what it was because manny hadn't been on so i just was like this is crazy lady. how does she know my number (laughs) so i'll get to that here in uh just a second do i need to put a misdemeanor on a job application if it's been set aside i received a misdemeanor citation in nebraska Mm -hmm. i live in georgia and was there temporarily I had the charge set aside by the county court. I received it in Manny.
6: Um, I don't know what set aside means. If that means expunged or dismissed either way, then they don't have to report it. That's presuming what set aside means. I'm not familiar with that term in our state.
2: Did you send that in?
3: No, I did not know. Okay, just checking. <laughs> I do have I do have a misdemeanor in Nebraska that I didn't realize was a misdemeanor, though. I found that out when I registered my gun. What do you What did you do? Yeah,
2: I, well, just, I don't know. I'm looking, at it. I
3: got to look right there because I
2: know you're too it, much. No,
3: I got you. So uh, I, <laughs> I uh, um, it was just possession. It was like 12, 13 years ago. I just had a little bit of pot on me, and I got pulled over for speeding.
2: See, I don't need I don't need a whole long sixty seconds. Go to jail five years. Five you don't years. go to jail for no five years. God, it's it was that simple.
6: Florida, he can get a gun with no problem. There's no background checks there. <laughs>
2: it's just that simple. Uh, Manny Roar, can you explain the Trump indictment in a nutshell? What is he being charged with and what could possibly happen Would you take that case if it was offered to the mad dog Manny? (laughs) Um,
6: If the check clears first, because he's notorious for not paying. yeah. Um, So I would certainly do that. I wouldn't expect him to cooperate or talk much and, you know, apparently threaten the judge and all those kinds of wonderful things that you really want to do and go after his kids and his wife. But uh, he's basically accused of falsifying business records for tax purposes and as well as the payoff to the porn star that was using campaign funds. But he seems to have a history of that where he uses um, nonprofits or his charity things to buy stuff for himself or make payments through it. Uh, some of the other things historically that have been done is he'll have friends donate money to that thing and then he'll write a big check to the police fund and take credit for you know making the donation and stuff. But this is all just, of all the stuff that we think that he's done, this is about as weak as it gets as far as real crime. And to say it took two years to come to this conclusion, I'm just like, come on, this would be probation at best for any normal person, versus just a diversion program where you take some money management classes and they'll dismiss the charges. But
2: it's like it it, it reminds me of Al Capone, right? They couldn't get him for all the other things that you know they know he's done, but they got him for tax evasion, right? It's very similar, Right. right?
6: Yeah, there's a lot of tax evasion issues out there. Remember, there's a civil a lawsuit as well that's going on for not paying their taxes because they're alleging they're against the corporation that went to trial. I think they lost where the accountant testified that the corporation would inflate all their assets for getting bigger loans at lower interest rates. And then for taxes, they would say the property is worthless and it's this and they would try to save it up on taxes. But a lot of legal stuff that you and I probably get in a lot of trouble for, but if you have money and you can keep delaying, I guess you can get away with it. it, it
2: if, if I were in that situation and you know that, you know, you're going to get dinged with one of them. Cause there's like 30 some odd counts, right? right. Uh, there's gotta be somebody or p- there's gotta be numerous people he can take with him, Right. Cause th- you just don't do that stuff by yourself. There's gotta be other big names on that list.
6: Yeah, but he's gotta be the top dog, right? Cause it's, Those people all working for him, doing things that save his company money. So he's the end of the food chain. There's nobody left to rat on.
2: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Can you be charged with soliciting a prostitute weeks after the encounter? Ooh.
6: Yes. Because there's a statute of limitations on crimes. That's like saying, I've already smoked all the marijuana that you saw me do. You can't charge (laughs) me with it. Um, You know, yes, you can be charged. You're just going to need whoever the prostitute is to come in and say, yes, he solicited me three months ago or whatever. Um, Typically it's a misdemeanor in Georgia, uh, but it does have, I think we've changed it to 15 days in jail mandatory uh, because, you know, we're so moral here and um, (laughs) you have a two year statute of limitations on any misdemeanor crime before it has to go away.
2: So the prostitute comes in, she goes to
6: jail too though, right? Well, I would imagine in this situation that the prostitute probably like a cop or somebody that you try to solicit. Uh, yeah. They might have given you a citation, or they may have just let you go, and they'll come arrest you later on.
2: Rachel's sister's baby daddy.
5: Ex-husband, right?
2: I don't know if they were. I, I, I know he's the baby daddy. Uh, father. Okay. The kid's father. Kid's <laughs> father. He got popped in Orlando a couple years ago in a sting. Going to one of the massage places and made the news.
4: He made the news. Yeah, Yeah.
2: like like he craft in the same place or something. He yeah, he was like the poster child for the sting operation. for the news, like watching him. He's
5: the one everybody kept plastering up there. (laughs) Dang! Can
2: you imagine? Like I felt so horrible for obviously Rachel's sister and the kids and stuff, but I was like Jesus. Like I'm, I'm moving.
5: I would too. for I'm, sure. I'm Take my with, kids and I'd be
2: out of it. I'm living with Nate in Mexico, right? <laughs> you know, the news is not going to follow me. I'm just going to go down there. Uh, all right, listen,
4: <laughs> uh, wait, real quick, I, Manny, yeah. with the um, the prostitution thing, is there any um, any truth to the the you know how people are like, oh, you have to say you're a cop if you're a cop? Is there is that a real thing or is that just for TV? Uh, that's television. Okay, that would work very
6: well if you're undercover, right? It's like everybody that's in my room. If you're a cop, stand up. Oh, sorry. Uh, you got me. It uh, damn
4: my kryptonite.
6: Yeah. There's my fourth amendment issue. No, they don't have to disclose it. That's why they're called undercover. So it's, it's
4: like perfectly legal to lie to them.
6: Police can lie straight to your face about anything. They can say Mexico Nate, Jason's in the other room, you know, spilling his guts. If you remember the wire, there was a thing where the two young guys got caught with the drug things and they had one kid in the room and they said, Hey, if you start cooperating this now, you can have McDonald's, you can have whatever you want as far as that goes. Well, they bought the other kid McDonald's anyway, and they took the kid out of the room, made him walk slowly down the hallway where he could see his buddy eating his McDonald's out there. He goes in the room and goes, Oh, that so-and-so ratted me out. And this <laughs> and that. And they can lie to you about everything. We've had cases where police hooked up a guy to a photocopy machine and thought it was a polygraph thing. <laughs> so yes, they can lie to you about whatever they want. Can they touch your junk? Um, I guess if they're patting you down, no, but like in a
3: strip search, in like a sting situation though, how how far can like the the assuming the female cop that's undercover, how far can she go physically with a a, a John, as it were?
6: She's not supposed to have sex with him because that would be a crime. The whole point would be is just to get the solicitation because usually you work out the terms of the deal before you actually get to see the hoo-ha and um so that would be the end of the crime where you're solicited
2: well that's how i mean i'm sure nelson probably does this often so that's why he's very into this but Mm -hmm. i i would i if i were in that situation i would say all right touch it first and then we can (laughs) that's good have a conversation Mm -hmm. just touch it i mean just bink just touch it
5: (laughs) (laughs) she probably can't touch it she just can't sleep with you
2: She's not going to touch it. She's not going to touch it. She's not, no, she's not going to touch it. No way. No way.
3: <laughs> what about, I've, I've also Let's heard. here it goes again. I've also heard that if you, like. If you're a well, big guy mind. and you're well,
2: laying on the table. Is
3: you know, it, never mind. No, go or, ahead. No, What's no, your question okay, for it me? Was, uh, my question basically is, uh, I've heard that, that in a way to, like, field out whether or not it's a cop, you don't offer sex at first. You say, like, would you be open to doing some nude modeling? It, would that get you past the solicitation or is that still, like, illegal?
6: It's legal to do new modeling as long as everything is consenting Uh to it as far as that goes. But I'm sure they all know the code out there in the vice squads and things of that nature or whatever you (laughs) see on Craigslist at this point. Um, You know, just do it the old-fashioned way. Go to the bar, get somebody drunk, and then have... (laughs) <laughs>
2: relationship it Get it, you got any other lines that you throw out So
3: <laughs> no I don't have any other prostitution line. currently
2: I'm suffering from <laughs> cancer right. and my doctor told me that I need to have a release <laughs> this is where this prescription sent me to <laughs> Mama King, Mama Kim's Zen Spa mm-hmm. Salon <laughs> yeah. Handy <Yep>. Highway <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Listen to this voicemail, Manny. Uh, here we go. Uh,
1: good evening. My name is Miss Brenda Lee. Uh, I am calling to shed light on an incident that took place um, by, in which I was intentionally collaborated against, which resulted in me um, being intentionally held hostage in the Fulton counties the Fulton County's um, jail. I think it was on Taylor Boulevard or something. It's Boulevard. It's 14 County Jail. Um, I was held hostage. I was say about two to three months um, from the time that I went in. The moment the, same, the day that I went in, I um, spoke to I guess the black female. Uh, I guess she was alleged judge there, and um, she asked me to sign some paper. I asked her what I, I responded. What was what, what is the paper for? She said it's to be signed. Find that I'm a um, I'm a I'm the defendant, and I said, "Well, no, I'm not the defendant. I am the plaintiff." And she told them that the court officers take me back. You know, she said, "Take her back here," and they took me back, and I never had a court case, no nothing, um, no nothing. So. I don't, know, I don't know what court looks like. I don't know what, how they do court there. I stayed in the court, in jail for two to three months, and then I was released on my own Um, uh, But I never had a court date. Um, um, I, I didn't do anything. I, uh, the female the female um, slapped me. I called police. I was a caller. She slapped me. Um... And I told the police what she did and she had somebody to say that she I guess took some little girl to have some little girl and had some little female to, to say that I must I must have scrapped. I don't know what they i I don't know what they told the police officer. But I know she summoned she summoned something to the police officer behind my back. So somewhere along the line she knew the police officer. Um somehow or another they were stay connected. Um, and somehow or another they also connected with the judge because when I got inside the courthouse the first time um, she was already mad with me. I never even said I never had no nothing with her either, so there was no reason for me to be held in the courthouse. I mean in the in the, in the jail, um, twenty three lockdown. Um, for two months. No court date, no nothing. All I know is, is, okay. Get up, you leaving? And I got they gave me my clothes, and they let me walk out.
2: No, that's it. I told you it was long, and I had no idea why she was calling me. And then I (laughs) remembered that we took voicemails from her. It took me, it took me like a week and a half. I'm going, what? Who is this woman? And why? And that was edited. I was like, God, Uh, Manny, all you. All right, so if
6: it's Terra Boulevard, it won't be Fulton County. It'll be the Clayton County Jail is off Terra Boulevard behind the courthouse. Um, If you get arrested, you have a first appearance usually within 24 to 48 hours in Clayton County where they tell you what the charge is, and it could be a woman magistrate, a male magistrate, but uh, depending on when it was, if it was in COVID times, you'd do it like a video thing. Um, If it's non-COVID, then they'd actually bring you in, you know, either in your plain clothes if they haven't dressed you out, or an initial bond hearing based on whatever your charge was. Now, towards the end of that thing, it sounded like she was being accused by a lady of slapping that lady's kid, maybe. Um, But regardless, they assign you a public defender if you can't afford a lawyer. And if she got a signature bond, that means somebody got her a bond, a judge signed off on it, and the case is pending now, and it'll eventually get to court once they call her in. So I don't know if there's some um, mental health checks that need to be done, but yeah. Certainly, it sounds like there's some issues, Um, but the so-called judge is the judge, and you're not the plaintiff when you've been arrested. You're the defendant. The state of Georgia is the plaintiff or the state of California or whatever. So, um, it was interesting, but uh, clearly she got bond, but for two months on what sounds like a misdemeanor or something doesn't seem to make sense.
2: I think she was a little confused.
5: She was a lot confused. Not a little, she was a lot confused.
2: She was way (laughs) confused, real, real confused.
5: It sounded like she might even kind of have been on something, or she's definitely was out of her mind. It sounded like she called
2: us anything. at an amusement park, like she was getting ready to get on a ride.
5: She was very breathy. <laughs> very breathy. Very breathy.
2: <laughs> anyway, I sent you the voicemail, so you can call her back if you want, Manny. Her phone number is in the one I sent you. <laughs> uh, All right. Yeah. Here's another one Our <laughs> pharmacy was burglarized, bur- bur- burglarized by the alarm company's tech in 2017. One was caught and sentenced. Can we still sue? The alarm company we hired to install cameras and security system sent out a tech to do the install. That tech later robbed my pharmacy with the help from another person. This is like my biggest fear right here. That second person was caught and sentenced, and police immediately knew it was the alarm company's tech because upon reviewing the footage, they saw he knew the exact dead spot in the pharmacy and the hidden DVR's location. He also disabled the alarm in the adjacent business, which hired the same alarm company. The person caught and sentenced was actually the associate, not the tech himself. This happened in 2017. How long is the statute of limitations for recovery of damages? We want to sue the alarm company for hiring professional robbers as their installers, but not sure if we can still do it.
6: Right. So you can sue people, but I'm not sure why they're asking us this in 2023 if this all happened in 2017. Right. Traditionally, a civil lawsuit, you have two years in which to file it, otherwise it's too late. But if it's associated with a criminal case, the statute of limitations can be told until that criminal case is over. So depending on when the case ended, um, they would have two years to file suit. Um, Whether the alarm company would argue it hasn't told or not, yeah, there's a lot of legal issues out there. But theoretically, if they got sentenced within the last two years, you might have a claim there. I'm just curious as to why we waited six years. If we're going to go after the alarm company for negligent hiring of some people or negligent supervision, there's actually a claim there. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, that's like my biggest fear. Like I got the ADT guy coming to my new house uh, this upcoming weekend, and it just always freaks me out. And I think I'm going to
6: do one of our biggest. Oh, sorry, Jason. One of our biggest burglary things when I was prosecuting um, were people that would just do it in broad daylight right they would have their van tricked out to look like AT&T because they all used to work there and they'd have the outfit
2: yeah
6: we would just go into a parking um, driveway and this is all in that you know nicer area near Druid Hills um, you know bases like that that are sort of absolute in lots of those houses there'd be people in the house next door in the yard this van would pull up into the neighbor's house that didn't look like anybody was there, and they'd have the outfit. Nobody would bother. Nobody would do anything. They'd go to the back. At that point, they had to cut the wires for the, the the alarm. You know, now we do it like through a cell phone. You pay a little bit more, but yeah. in the old days, you used to have to cut the wire.
5: They
6: right. would do that. Go in the back, grab a computer, some electronics, and generally a checkbook, so they could write a couple of checks because everybody kept checkbooks in their home office. Yeah, and that was one of the biggest things they hit dozens of places and I we indicted him for like 12 burglaries, but they probably did 50, 60,
4: mm-hmm.
6: but it was genius. Um, doing it as an alarm company. I mean, broad daylight, people would be everywhere. Nobody would think twice about it.
2: Yeah. We didn't have cameras back then either. My first wife, sister's husband was like serving a life sentence. He was a professional. That's my dog. That was a professional. Uh, he's a professional robber. You know, he wasn't violent up until when he took someone hostage and put him in like the trunk of his car. Sheesh. And that's what got him life in jail. But he would like he was really good. It didn't matter what alarm system you had. This was before everybody had cameras like Manny was saying. It was very simple. You just go and you cut the wires uh, of, the, of the of the telephone, which the box is outside. It's not even covered. It was kind of silly. It was kind of pointless.
6: And you never want to commit a crime with people at home because the punishments go through the roof. So if you just do a burglary during the course of the day, it's great. But if somebody's home and anything (laughs) happens, you got assault charges, attempted murder, you know it. So the really good, smart people, you know, do it during the daytime. This whole home invasion thing, um, every case I've ever had, there's always been something about it. Usually if it's up in the north part of Atlanta, there's gambling rings going on left and right in some mansions and things of that nature. But um, unless somebody suspects you've Got drug money or something like that. Home invasions are incredibly rare. People that are doing burglaries do it during the day while you're gone, or they'll just dress up as your landscape company and nobody will pay attention. They'll right. just walk right in.
2: That's that's. Rach and I were having that conversation the other day. She she said uh, a guy she used to date years ago uh, was killed in a home invasion in Alabama, and his sister reached out to like everybody that he knew just to let him know what happened. Oh. And we Googled the story, and it was. And I, and I was like, probably, dr- I'm sure drugs. Because I, I thought, you know, think the same thing. And it was he and his new fiance uh, at the house. Neither one of them had their kids with them, And this 20-something-year-old crazy guy came in and killed him. So we're thinking, but it doesn't say if there was a drug, you know, relationship or something like that. Right. Then he went, like, a county over and killed two more people.
5: Dang, so he was on a spree.
2: Yeah, so I don't think... that. I, I, I just think it was a random... Like that's just crazy. That, that, yeah, that's just crazy. That that's my biggest fear, crazy.
5: Did they have a door or something open? How was they... I was don't know. There?
2: You know the news never does right. a good job of giving you all the details. Right. Uh, I got caught with a pipe and weed grinder, went to bond hearing, and my charge was tool to commit a crime, quote-unquote. Is this correct? I feel like that charge would be for having like a crowbar or something.
6: Well, generally tools for the commissioner of crime were like for burglaries. Um, you could also have drug paraphernalia charges. So that may be it. And they maybe mislabeled it, but, um, that's usually what it is. Paraphernalia, but you still have to have drugs. It's not illegal to have a grinder or scales, even though, unless you're a lawyer it would look really weird to have in your house, you know, the little scales doing their thing. Yeah. Um, but if there's no drugs they can't really charge you with paraphernalia, I'd fight the hell out of that. Yeah. Uh, but if there's some residue or something on it, then, yeah, you're going to be in some trouble. But not too many people with scales or grinders unless you really like coffee or something, I guess. Can yeah. you
3: can you fight then the mislabeling? Like if it was legally mislabeled as uh, tools for the commission of a crime and it should have only been paraphernalia, is that a, an angle you can take or no?
6: Uh, not really, because whatever the police charge you with is meaningless. The prosecutor's office makes the final charging decisions. So if they say the cops only charge me with this, well, the DA could drop them all, add twenty more charges to it. They can do whatever they want. Those are the official charges. What the cops do is just preliminary. Uh,
2: I got caught stealing fifty dollars worth of lottery tickets. I'm being so Doug again. I'm being charged with a felony because the state owns the lottery tickets. However, the actual amount. That was missing was only fifty dollars. The state says it's a misdemeanor unless the amount reaches over five hundred dollars. How come I'm being charged with a felony if the amount isn't over five hundred dollars? Is it because the state owns the tickets and they're the ones suing me? I am very confused. That's what they
6: say. Right. Well, nobody's suing anybody if you got arrested. So I don't know why he's being charged with a felony unless there was something else, like he had a gun during the commission of a crime or, or something like that. But it- generally. Go I
5: was going to say, is it because maybe they scratched the tickets off and the value of one of the tickets was over 500? Ooh, maybe he hit big.
6: Nikki D. Mm-hmm. Well, that would be if you tried to go get the money, I guess, because then there would be an attempted theft as far as that goes. Um, but if the tickets themselves are a buck a piece or something, you stole 50, um, generally you have to have 500, 2,000, 3,000 it's different levels in order for it to get to a felony and then more serious felonies based on what it's worth. So uh, the question was a little confusing because nobody's suing anybody, but his charge sheet should say the statute what it is. It sounds like a misdemeanor unless there's something else associated with it um, that we don't know about. Because you just don't get to steal tickets, right? If you stuck a gun in somebody's face and said, give me your lottery tickets, that would be a felony.
2: Yeah. Have you ever bought a whole roll?
5: No, oh, I cool. wanted to try it, it <sighs> before, but I, ha- I haven't done it's it. It's way cool.
2: Oh, Rach man. and I used to do, uh, Nate too, actually. We used to do scratcher parties. We'd get a bottle of vodka, and we, we'd go out and buy scratch-off tickets, and there was a convenience store that we could walk to from where I lived. So then we would take any winnings, and we would walk to the convenience store because we had been drinking, mm-hmm. and we'd get
4: more.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: was, Nate, remember those days? Yeah, yeah. And you just keep going until you either won a bunch or didn't, or you lost all your money. <laughs> yeah, it
2: was it was all or nothing, you know, or, or the <laughs> bottle of vodka was gone. <laughs>
4: That's
2: awesome. Uh, all right, here's the last one for you, Manny. Can law enforcement search my home before a search warrant is signed, or? enter it uninvited i happened to walk outside at around 1 15 p.m and was met by law enforcement who detained me and i had closed my door behind me they had a warrant for my arrest and arrested me directly after they entered my home uninvited and searched it the search warrant was signed off on at approximately 3 17 p.m after they searched it
6: okay um so I'm guessing the guy was outside his house versus inside his house because it seemed a little unclear. Uh, But regardless, let's take it one at a time. Uh, The search warrant at issue doesn't have to be signed if it's before a judge and you know it's going to be signed. You're supposed to wait to get it signed. But if it's getting done and there's a timing issue, that's fine. If they have an arrest warrant, they can come inside to arrest you if they have a good faith basis to think that you're there. Um, they can also look around the house for safety reasons to see nobody jumps out of a closet to shoot them or whatever. And they can look around in plain view to see if there's any other contraband They can't really go through your drawers or any of that stuff with an arrest warrant. If he's outside and got arrested and the warrants just for him, then they really theoretically shouldn't go inside unless there was some, what they call exigent circumstance. Like they think there's drugs inside or, you know, some other evidence of a crime inside that may get destroyed. Um, but at the same time, this guy says there was a search warrant. It just wasn't signed. So the arrest warrant gets him arrested. The search warrant, if it's in the process of being signed, gives him authority to come on in. So it was a little confusing if they just had an arrest warrant or if they had an arrest and a search warrant. Does that make any sense to you guys?
2: Yeah, well, that my next question would be the difference between warrants. Like, I know what a – so we had a situation by – my house the other day and it made national news i don't know if you saw it but uh, the, there was a, a bad guy and he was being served i forget a sp- it was a specific type of warrant from a specific department it was like task it was like california highway task force and okay. and when he got served he started a gun battle with law enforcement this is at a busy park where there's kids playing why they decided to serve him this warrant here and from what i'm being told is that he they they knew who he was and he had a history of gun violence and all that stuff mm-hmm. so then he runs and there's a gun battle and he ta- uh, he takes two people hostage and one of the hostages gets shot and killed we assume he did it right but that has not been confirmed that the hostage taker killed the hostage um it could have been he could have been hit with friendly fire we don't know anyway uh because i'm hearing different things from different people so the warrant thing like what was the warrant like that they were serving him because they wanted to look in his car
6: all right so there's multiple kinds of warrants right there's obviously a search warrant that allows you to go into a car or a house to search it for whatever is listed in the warrant that they're looking for There's an arrest warrant, which allows you to take custody of the person. And if they're inside, you know, you can look for other stuff that could be harmful to the police. Like, you know, other people, they they call it, you know, doing a protective sweep of the house. Um, If you're in a car and you're dragging them out, you don't really do a protective sweep of the car. But again, if you see any contraband in plain view with an arrest warrant, you can take it. Search warrant means what it means, search. The other thing is you could have a probation revocation warrant. Um, those are, that's about the extent of the types of warrants that I'm aware of out there. Um, they might've been serving him with some divorce papers and that makes people go crazy, things like that. So when you say they were trying to serve him something, we need to be more specific, but generally if they're serving you divorce papers, civil proceedings or something like that, that's when they just hand you the papers, but people get really emotional about it. Um, but like I said, it could have been an arrest warrant. would be the other logical thing. And, you know, I guess you got in a gunfight and, yeah, We'll see who shot the people. It's all unfortunate. He'll get charged with that shooting, even if the cops did it, because it'll be called what they call transferred intent. Um, oh. hmm. But it's unfortunate for that.
2: Yeah. Awesome. It, it, that, that was three and a half miles from my new house. Uh, yeah. And, and on the, and on the and it's, it's a nice area. Like, we're, we're, where we're at now and where I moved, it's like Pleasantville. It's really, really nice. And, and so we had on the radio show... At 98 Rock, we had, uh, at the end of the day that it happened, a gentleman called up and said that his kid was out there when it happened. And I, So we had him back on the next day when we had more time. We had both he and his kid. Dad's name was Mike, and the kid's name was Ethan. Ethan was doing batting practice with his buddies, yep. and the the bad guy runs by shooting. Like, one of the bullets hits one of the bars in the batting cages. This kid was so awesome and so badass – he goes to the ground. All these kids know what to do. They know what gunshots sound It's That's it, a whole other story, but they know what gunshots sound like. They know what to do when there's gunshots. He gets down to the ground, and then once the guy passes, he takes his friends to safety. I mean, total badass at 14 years of age, but it was three and a half miles from my house.
6: What the shit? Look at it this way. Um, you know, guns are good for my business, but they're really bad for society, in my opinion. I mean, we've got 51% of the guns in the world in our country. So just think 300 million people versus 8 billion and we've got over half the guns and you got politicians going on social media saying we need to up our numbers. Um, So everybody's armed, Jason. In some states, you can get a gun without a background check. Uh, We all give lip service to mental health stuff, but they always cut the mental health budget in most of these states because they don't want to help anybody. So it will be a problem indefinitely going
2: forward. Oh, absolutely. I agree. And, you know, and I'm, I'm pro-gun, but I'm also pro-make-sure-guns-don't-get-in-the-wrong-hands. The absolutely. And, and, and this guy, you know, you can't make the gun argument with this guy because, well, so far, he had a pistol. He could have bought it legally, you know, but there was probably no—well, there wasn't. There wasn't any background check or anything Well, everybody's like a good guy
6: with a gun until they decide not to be, so—
2: That's true, too. Yeah. Uh, all right, so you got the big case with the alleged gang guy, right? Supposed yes. gang guy. My first
6: tattooed free gang client, so (laughs) that's that's very unique.
2: He's he's the Ken and Barbie and Ken gang. He's 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 gang Barbie, right? (laughs) He
6: cares about his skin.
2: (laughs) Uh, Do we have our outfit picked out? Is there a special outfit that Manny or or wears to to is a big deal tomorrow?
6: Uh, You always go with the blue suit. Start. You want to look honest and believable and all that kind of stuff. Then you go brown. And then you mix it up after that. When you feel more flashy, you'll go with a different colored pants than with a blazer or something like that.
2: Do we, do we, do we dress to impress the judge? If we know the judge, the
6: judge isn't listening. Don't don't even worry about it. Whatever I say is going to be denied. So I understand that up front. The only question is, do I go for the professor look and put on a bow tie and fluff up the beard and say, listen to me, people. I know what I'm doing.
2: Yeah. I like the bow tie. I got to tell you the bow tie looks. So when you go tie, you look like an attorney. When you go bow tie, you look like a professor that knows the law. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm just, t- that's that's, where I, that's why I asked like each judge, if you know the judges to it's like one, one of the their favorite colors, red. So wear a red suit that day or something like that. I didn't know if you, that's how that worked.
6: Um, I don't know their favorite colors. My only question was, do I look more honest with or without a beard cuz some people don't like facial hair seems like everybody has it so, mm. so that's what i was debating tonight do i shave it off tonight or not
2: here here's here so you i, I think beards make people look smarter like more if it, like you got a professor type of beard
5: yeah cuz you okay. got the grays in there
2: i grew up with a stepfather you know very old school that was so anti facial hair he said that any, and this was ingrained in my brain for the, for the longest time, any man that has facial hair is weak, he's afraid of something, he's, he's sloppy, he's, it was like every negative possible thing you could think of, for whatever reason, right? Mm. And so I always thought that, you know, I don't think that's true now.
5: Okay, but you did back then. But I
2: did forever, like I'd oh. walk around, i see somebody with a beard, I'm like, Phew, Dirty.
4: Dirty. Dirty. Dirty
6: and I had facial hair until about a year and a half ago when we first started doing the show. I just went for it because I got tired of shaving every day. And you can't do the Tom Selleck mustache anymore because now you look like a child molester.
2: So <laughs> right, here we are. I don't know. Let's vote. I, I say if you're going in, has this judge seen you with the beard? Yes,
6: because we had motions a couple months ago.
2: Okay. I w- Is it a female or a male? It's a man. Okay. I would... I would shave it just so they're like, oh, he's serious. He actually shaved his beard. (laughs) This man means business. I just saw him the other day, and he had this beard. I like the beard, but wow, look at that face. All right, so I say- The judge isn't going to help
6: us at all. I can tell you that. What is the average juror, as in AKA Nikki and your staff, going to say? That's what I need to know, because the judges have no-
2: Look, I know
6: because no it's going to go badly.
2: I know people, Manny, and I know that you might not think they've got emotions, but that judge is going to some uh, sit there and think. He's not going to express it. Wow, that takes a lot of balls to shave off that sweet <laughs> beard. He must mean business. So I say shave it for that reason. Not that it looks bad, but for that reason, Nikki.
5: I say keep your beard. It, it looks like you mean business with the beard. We see it's salt and peppered. You have wisdom and knowledge, and you know what you're talking about. So I say keep the beard. If I was a juror and I saw your beard, I'd be distracted with a lot of stuff that was going on because I'd be like, gosh, his beard is so nice. All right, so we've we've got one
2: shave, one no shave. Nate?
4: I say trim it. Uh, No beard at all. Yeah, no beard at all. I say you look you might look like a baby face, inexperienced. They might think they could take advantage of you. The beard, now you might look a little too gruff and like you might be a little standoffish, but if you mm. shave it a little bit, you're like it's a, that's a strong beard. They're going to take you seriously cuz you look professional. Uh, well, you're the tiebreaker, Nelson. Hmm.
3: I was more in the vein of Nate, but I want to go a little more intense. I'm thinking power blue suit, bow tie, then the Tony Stark cut. Cut the cut the sides, keep the goatee, but have just the nice nice and trim and close to you. It'll make you look rich, smart, and powerful. Wow. All right, All
2: right. So, so he wants you to design your beard. Yes. Yeah. Maybe put the BS, maybe shave the BS on, on their chin. Yeah. How
6: about that? The yeah, B here, the S here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I want to put that message out
2: there to the jury. Oh, man, he's talking at the top of the court uh, steps right there. He's talking about the case. He's got oh, what's up with his face? All right. Yes, uh, Mr. Aurora, I don't have a question about the case that you just won, but can you tell us why you have B and S on your chins or in your cheeks? Very weird. Uh, the Aurora law Firm.com. We wish you nothing but the best buddy. I'm glad you're back on. Um, a lot of changes going on. California's great. We love it. I love it. Nikki loves it. Right? No. Is it flooding no. there still? No. Or no. you guys no. got no. snow
6: now? I just see things in the news.
2: No. Uh, no. The weather's been beautiful. I mean, they had right before we got here, like the weather of like crazy biblical proportions. Like it rained for 20 raining, some odd days. Cold. Uh, yeah. And it was nuts. And it was, it was colder than what it had normally been for decades. And it was like, oh, great. We get out here and we change the weather. <laughs> horrible. But it's now changing the Today way. Today was a good day. The way that it should be. And it's just absolutely gorgeous. It's, mm-hmm. it's just a different part of the country. Neither better nor worse. It's just different if you've never seen it. Um, it's, it's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. So you help
6: with the weather and the Sacramento Kings are in the playoffs for the first time in like over a decade. So here you go.
2: 16 years. Yeah. This city loves their Sacramento Kings, loves their Sacramento Kings. It's really, really cool. You know, we've got the light, the beam when they win and then they light it up down at the golden one center. It's pretty cool. So it's good community. Good people. We like it so anyway Excellent. All right, the, see everybody soon then theauroralawfirm.com best of luck to you and we'll talk to you soon okay buddy bye Manny bye guys bye Manny bye. bye bye
0: get off my lawn it's old man Kevin and the BS is done for right now
5: please share like and support com. now get out of here